Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Oh, you're talking to me? Uh, what's new, J-Dub? Oh, hey, Abe. Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. J-Dubs sits right there. I do. On the left in your radio dial, I'm on the right. And you, you are the most important thing on this radio station. Even more important than me. Can you be somebody? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The honeymoon is over. <laughs> um, that's Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder for the hideout. Six foot five, 500 pound, 21 year old black virgin. Graying hair, patchy baldness. Tonight he's going to drink away his sorrows. Chunks, executive producer of the hideout, is running around. Tommy Bateman is our director on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Gibbs, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. And coming up in about 15 minutes is the hideout headlines game show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. <coughs> and uh, you'll be able to turn it into prices. Here in 15 minutes, thank you to the wholesale firm. Are you feeling market. sick, Epe? No. I'm just wondering if we should pop in some best of and... Uh... We can, you know, I don't want. I want to make sure things run smoothly over here. I, all right, we will get to that. All right, first, all right, let me tease with this then. Other than the hideout headlines game show, Dubs was disrespected today by management. Mm-hmm. Mark down this mm-hmm. date on your calendar: February twenty eighth, two thousand and six, the day Real Radio jumped the shark for J Dubs. Oh, I wouldn't say it's that bad. No, I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> I will. I think I'm coming down something too, Epe. Sod. The uh, angry sniffles. I will say. <laughs> Who's Dubs? <laughs> Look, all right. He's part of the gang. I am. <laughs> I've become part of the world. gang. Son of a bitch. I know what I go through. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. Although I agree with you, Tommy, uh, and understand your your plight. But with Dubs, his name is on the show. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we'll, yeah, have the show almost as long as he has. What? That's this is the hideout. You know the hideout. Yeah, the show. All right, but here's the thing. He's the one that made it the hideout. We're gonna have to save this discussion for later because we can't get into it all now. Okay. Oh, can you? I can hold it. Can you hold it until yeah. the nine o'clock hour after yeah. the uh, hideout door prize blowout with sure. the, the old school <laughs> jam challenge? Here's, I'm good. Here's something that may make you feel better. Your favorite wrestler of all time, Kamala, is going to call into the hideout at eight. Yes. Hopefully, he's painted with the crescent moon and stars. Slapping his stomach the whole time. Well, how's he going to talk? Isn't kimchi his uh, mouthpiece? Kamala, of course, wrestling this Sunday. Hear with, the rustling of the grass skirt. Along with uh, Russ Rollins and uh, all the legends of wrestling at the uh, Hard Rock Live. 
this Sunday. We're all going to be there. Yes. I believe we even have more tickets to give away uh, tonight in our various game shows. Let me see if I spoke too soon. Nope, we have them. Nice. And we have the ones not available to the public, the uh, ringside seats to the uh, real radio section. Yeah, so we're going to be there hanging out watching the wrestling. And I, I'm just, I can't wait to get into all the old school chants, you know, <laughs> of like, you know, like when Bobby Heenan comes out doing the weasel chant and everything. I just thought, bring it back to the old days. I thought he was on MTV. Bobby the Brain Heenan? No, the weasel. Oh, no, that was... Polly Shore. Shore, and that Maybe was... like 1993. Yeah, that was about the same time that the weasel was the weasel. All right, I'm just confused. All right, Swami's already asking, what's what's wrong with dubs? And I type back, you got a good reason to bitch. <laughs> and now she wants me to tell her, no, you got no. you to wait, just yeah. like everybody else. You're not special. Just like everybody else. Also coming up tonight, J-Dubs, uh, speaking she of... trouble waiting for her food to cook. Uh, just eating it right <laughs> She only cooks a turkey for 20 minutes. Here's the problem. (laughs) That whole thing that you guys are doing right there, Mm -hmm. you did that to my mom and made her cry. Oddly enough, we made her cry with Kamala jokes. Yeah, (laughs) ironically. I've got an an update uh, on my mother. Why do you think I booked him? (laughs) And... um, The the, the you making her cry. You know what would be the best bit that you would ever pull? Is if... When uh, we called up, it was Hefe's mom, and it wasn't Kamala. And you just set us up the whole thing. You ruined the joke. (laughs) Great, now i got to get the real Kamala on the show. Damn it. Better get to work. you got 54 minutes. Um, So we got that going on tonight, J-Dubs. we got a lot of fun audio to play you, including former FEMA director Michael Brown essentially throwing the Bush administration back under the bus, or at least pulling the administration with him. And I'm sure that's going to help those 34% uh, approval ratings for the president. And also, apparently, Dubs, there is a a serial killer in Daytona. I think we have details on that coming up in the Hideout Headlines game show. Cool. But I do want to get into that a little bit more. Plus, uh, I think we talked about, hey, Hideout, your on-screen phone calls. And two, uh, four more qualifications for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. We will do that. Now, it is... um, it is February 28th. Fat Tuesday. Well, last day of Black History Month. So just like all the public schools, we'll be squeezing in all the black history uh, here in the next four hours. George Washington Carver. George Washington Carver. Martin Luther King. Malcolm X. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. Coretta Scott King. And we're done. <laughs> Marcus Garvey. <laughs> Who? Harlem Renaissance. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> now, uh, just real fast, uh, while we're on this subject, and then we'll get to the Hideout Headlines game show. Is it just me, or was this like the most downplayed Black History Month ever to I, you? I didn't hear anything about no, Black I, History. I didn't see any kind of exhibits up at all. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't see anything special on the news for it. Uh, the only thing I did see was the NFL Network was throwing uh, on the uh, you know the black player, uh, emergence of the black player. You mean, on they, their... were sh- you mean they were showing combines? <laughs> yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's their black history. I, I've com- seen a lot of NBA on TV. That's the only <laughs> celebration I've seen. But, yeah, I just I kind of feel like, oh, all right. February is over. I don't know if I really learned a whole lot about black history. Maybe it's my fault. I mean, I, I even watch the History Channel and those kinds of things on a regular basis. Let me guess, Hitler. Hitler there, was there on was, there. There has been some Hitler ones, yeah. 
Shocker. But I haven't really seen a whole lot of black history themed ones. Well, Hitler was shot in black and white. That counts. <laughs> yeah. there, and there's huh? your black history from the History Channel. <laughs> you got any little tidbits for us, Matt Albert, since you're black and you speak for the entire race here in Central Florida? Uh, George Washington Carver liked peanuts. I thought he invented the peanut. He didn't invent the peanut. He invented... Wait, uh, wasn't there some kind of black history thing going on this past Saturday? No, that's no. completely... That was kind of anti... They want, bla- oh. they want blacks to be history. Ah, yeah. that's that, where I got mixed up there. Yeah. They wanted to play Roots backwards. That whole joke. <laughs> that whole joke. What? I've They're never... just getting to screening parties where they put it on rewind. I've never even heard of that. Oh, my God. Just laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, there's your black history. They watched the first ten minutes of Mississippi Burning. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> they just just cut off the court. Um, did Real Radio do anything with Black History Month? Or do I feel like we like maybe we should have since we have Matt? And Probably we should have done something. I guess we're as guilty as the rest of them. SBK Live was on Saturday. That's all you need. Yeah. Aww. Well, I just, it's kind of interesting to me, though, that it kind of fell by the wayside. I mean... Or am I wrong because I don't have cable? No, it did, but seriously, it fell by the wayside with us, too. We really didn't do a whole lot for it, either. We should have done something. We did have two live broadcasts this month. Now I feel guilty. How about this? How about here in the hideout, March, Black History Month? Now you know my white guilt. (laughs) Could have had a screening of the color purple or something. I've never seen it. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. Is it really? Yeah. A lot of rape. Oh, God. And uh, Oprah without makeup, even worse. Ooh, that's a rape in itself. Ouch. <laughs> Mental rape. <laughs> the worst kind. Ooh, boy. Ladies first in the hideout, Pam in Orlando. What's up, Pam? I saw that. That's not black history. Yes, it is. She was an owner of the black... But th- the that, that's current news. Yeah. Black Baseball League. That, that's current news, though. She just got inducted. That's, yeah, a, that- that's a coincidence that it happened on February yeah, 28th. Who knew, who knew that there was a black woman who owned, who was a co-owner of a... Who the hell cares? All right, thank of you, who? Pam. Of who? Of history. black people. <laughs> she owned black people who played baseball. It was a Negro and League. they're black. Oh, well, all right, thank you, Pam. This is what I heard, because I was listening to our buddies, Ryan and Fez, on XM202. I heard she's not even black. She's a white lady who's married to a black guy. Yeah, I thought I saw a picture of her and she's white. I guess they're counting on rub off or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, ridiculous. Are you mad now as a black man? It's a coincidence that it happens on the 20. 20- what was she talking about? This- <laughs> that wasn't a black history piece. Just because they bring up the Negro League name that they. She- you know, automatically the, throws it into the black history area. Channel 6 did something about black history. There was a bank robbery. So, oh, uh, come on. Uh, That's not fair. Caught like three of them, so, you know, it's twice, triple <laughs> right, You're fun. angry now. I just hate ignorance. Seriously. They do that every year where they induct a Negro, leer, Negro leaguer Whoa, every what year. The I, I know you're leer. black, but you can I said leaguer by accident. Negro leaguer. I still don't like the way you're saying it, and you're black. Negro. Mm-hmm. Negro leaguer every February. <laughs> the leaguer part yeah. is getting to me. I tell you what, Negro the person from the Negro, Negro League. Let's just drop it. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Here's what we're going to do, J-Dubs. Let's mm-hmm. give away some prizes. Hideout Headlines Game Show included, um, like we talked about, those pair of ring, uh, ringside seats to the Real Radio Monster Hideout section of the World Wrestling Legends this Sunday 
at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Of course, Russ Wallen's going to be in there. Kamala's going to be in it. We're going to talk to Kamala at 8 o'clock. Um, HBO's going to be there, so make sure if you win these, you get all dressed up, bring your science costumes. I think, well, we'll reveal that here in a little bit. Also, too, uh, a lot more prizes to give in uh, to give away in addition to that. Call now to be a winner with The Hideout on Real Radio uh, 104.1. It's Tuesday night in The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. We're about get, uh, ready to get playing the uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to us by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally eight ninety nine, starting as low as two ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market over forty thousand square feet of quality home furniture. Dubs fifty to seventy percent off every day. Nice. Wholesale Furniture Market State Road four thirty six in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club at four zero seven three three two thirteen. 14. Are you going to be able to uh, wait to hold in your rage? I think so. I'm. Are you going to shoot when you talk about how you're disrespected today? Yeah, I'll, 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 talk, I'll talk about all of it. I'll talk about the root of it. Okay. We'll get into all of it. Do I even know the root of it? Uh, you'll know it when I say it, but you probably don't know right now. Who's Hefei talking to? Wow. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Dubs is going to lay it out there. I thought that was Tommy. Going against the man. Where's Kevin? It's the hideout. Huh? huh? It's the Hideout Headlines Game Show. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host. Chunks. Damn you, I hate you. Uh, well, really, what's the point of changing it, making a good good new one when it's just going to be interchangeable anyway. Alright, here we go. Coming up next, out of way that will really work for the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, he does that back in the office, too. Ladies first in the hideout, we'll go to Chris and Avito. Chris, which category would you like? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Uh, how about local? Here is local for Chris with uh, chunks. Alright, Chris. Local okay. today is fill in the blank. Okay. Police in Daytona Beach believe that the recent killings in the Daytona area may have been committed by the same person. How many victims live has the alleged serial killer taken? Six? Sorry, that is incorrect. No! It's actually three. Sorry about that, Chris. I'm already getting the Gibbs treatment over here. No game in front of well, me. I gave it to uh, Tommy. I thought we were going to use mine. <laughs> The FBI is now going to be helping out the Daytona police in the uh, serial killer. But it was, killer but it was three lives. Three lives were taken. Two women in December and one they just found recently. And uh, I want to talk about this more in depth a little bit later on, but there's, they say a serial killer on the loose, possibly, in Daytona. So we'll get into that a little bit later on. Um, let's go to John in Orlando. I've been waiting patiently. Here we go, John. You want world, national, sports, or entertainment? Sports. Right, here's sports for John. All right, John. Sports today is true or false. NFL labor collective bargaining uh, talks between the NFL Players Association and the NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue were abruptly ended on Tuesday. Is that true or false? Oh. No. Sorry, that is true. Bitch, you just blew it! No. Uh, we, we, no, we said yesterday no. 
So, um, Dubs, what's the latest on this? What do you even know about it? Well, the only things I've heard is that uh, they, they're hoping to get to an agreement by Thursday, but there's no telling when it's going to happen. Are those more talks you're not allowed to go to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't been into that bargaining agreement or any other agreement. Sorry. Damn. Yeah. I, just... I agree to go, and then I... No, I save it. Save it. <laughs> Don't tempt me, then! I know. Save it for after nine, all right, when management's asleep. <laughs> Um, or they're not listening. <laughs> oh, we could do it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> now, speaking of, somebody called yesterday to pick on your Lions asking which wide receiver they were going to take this year. Yeah. And then you called me this morning livid. Yeah, I, I found out last night that who they're looking at is uh, a tight end out of Maryland, yeah. um, Vernon, uh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. He's a physical freak. He's going to be a great tight end. Now, he, he ran the, the quickest uh, 40 out of any tight end ever in the combine, but that's the last thing that the Lions need right now, another person to throw the ball to. He can double as a fullback when Schlesinger retires. <laughs> Is I he a big guy, too? Oh, yeah, he's he's built like I've never seen before. He's like a Terrell Owens, but bigger. Well, maybe you want to go for him, Tufts. He could trade Marcus Pollard for, I don't know. Something else. Maybe it'll fall to the uh, Redskins. What, a you know, box of helmets? <laughs> Go Lions. <laughs> I'm sure that's Christ. making you... You want other good news? On hideoutheretics.net right now, I'm beating you in the Who's Hotter poll. Yeah, but have you noticed it's all dudes voting for you? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like to win. Right now, it is 54%. Oh, don't me. worry. You, you've already won. 45% you. You've beaten me. I'm a beaten man, don't worry. Oh, by the way, you can't vote in this poll, Dubs. I know. You may not even be allowed on hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> and there are oh, ru- no! And there are rumors going around they're going to change it back to El Jefe's hideout. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? What's the problem? I can't get on the site. Seriously. It was blocked? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's not your day, is it, Dubs? <laughs> Let's go to Malcolm in Orlando. You're next up. Malcolm, uh, World National Entertainment, the Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio. World, please, guys. World. All right, Malcolm, world is going to be multiple choice. UN troops are currently in heavy battle with which country's ethnic militia? The Democratic <laughs> Republic of what? I didn't even flub it, so shut it. I didn't flub it yet, but I will. The Democratic Republic of the Congo, Coita d'Ivoria, Mauritania, or Mali? I'm going to go with Mali. Sorry, that is No! Bitch, you just blew it! <laughs> what was it? The Democratic Republic of the Congo. I guess they're really pissed off. They don't really like the U.N. troops being there. They, they think it's going to affect their uh, economic capabilities, like mining and such like that. So they're just Boring. battling it out. Thank you for that. Boring. Uh, let's go to Paul and Coast. You're in the hideout. You ready, Paul? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Uh, you want uh, national or entertainment? I'll take entertainment. All right, here we go, buddy. All right. Entertainment is going to be fill in the blank. Which band that has been around for decades has announced that they will be performing for the first time in mainland China? What band? Oh, God. What band is going to be performing in China? Oh, uh... I have no idea. No! That is wrong. It's the Rolling Stones. Uh, They were supposed to go there three years ago, but I guess the, uh... 
His SARS scared him off, but now they might have to deal with the bird flu, so that one might not even be going on. What is it with your Cherokee speech pattern? <laughs> I'm trying to enunciate. At least you pronounced that correctly today. I think I'm doing a lot better of a job today than I did yesterday. I'm just trying to be very clear. All right, let's listen to you read then. Polly and Claremont, you're left with National. You ready, Polly? Let's go. All right, right Polly, I'm going to try something different. This is National. National is going to be multiple choice. According to a conference held by U.S. advisors today, if the bird flu hits the United States, it could take out up to what percentage of the U.S. workforce? Is it going to be Easy, A, O'Reilly. 30, B, 40, C, 50, or D, 60? Uh, let's go with A. 30%? No. no I'm sorry. It's 40%. Apparently the bird flu, it's almost eminent, it's going to hit the U.S., and if it spreads, <laughs> up to 40% of the workforce could be out. Welcome back to the factor. <laughs> I can't win with you guys. Well, I'm done now. What are you I talking can, about? I'll go oh, back, stop. back in the office. What are you talking about? I think I did well today. Oh. Pick your poison. <laughs> All right, Chunks, thank you. Tell you what. If somehow you're not entertaining tomorrow, you're done. Game show's ripped away. <laughs> I'm just telling you. What do you mean, like, entertaining? Yeah, Tommy will be next stop. You want... No. <laughs> it's not my fault. The news was boring today. It's... There's a lot of great stuff. There was a lot. Of... You don't care about right, the Democratic you know Republic of the Congo? No, we're going to take a break. Thousands are dying. We're gonna take... Well, ask Kamala about it. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. He's from Uganda. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, up next, next on the Hideout. All right, of course it is Fat Tuesday, and we have a Fat Tuesday challenge with Chunks and Matt Albert we'll talk all about, and also Lint, too. Plus, I believe you will want to uh, get those phones ready. A little thing we call qualifi- qualifying for some gas money here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. One of you guys swung by and saw one of my work and liked it. So oh yeah, yeah. That was that was actually me. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was you. Yeah, I swung by, saw it, loved it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Senior Hamburglar, you're in the hideout. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a suggestion for the show first. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to have Tommy hit Gibbs over the head after every segment with a damn chair. Why? Because he's such a dumbass. Now that is true because the good sc- point. Very true. The uh, <laughs> the phone calls are screened incredibly poorly. That kid needs to leave me alone and uh, <laughs> leave my MySpace alone and you my did. family. Shut up! I hate you, sir. Anyway, you're yelling at a kid, you sir. A punk ass. What's your second thing? Um, yeah, there's a Senora Hamburglar now, and all these jokes that I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, she's she might be listening. I, I don't know what. All right, uh, what is it with incoherent uh, phone call day? He needs to come up to open door so I can just lay an ass kicking on him. He's like thirteen. Leave mm. him alone. Fifteen, I think. Whatever. I don't care if he's two, seven. I'm gonna do that. What? All right, hold on a second. Are you talking like you're drunk? Here's the big thing. Um, it is Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the story behind Fat Tuesday? Well, it's the day you kind of binge before Lent. You know, so whatever you're giving up before Lent, it's your last time to really jump on it. What's Lent? Uh, when you sacrifice something like, for the good of God. It's like a Catholic. Yeah, it's very 40 Catholic. 40 days, you do nothing of whatever you chose. Mm-hmm. It's like 40 days, 40 nights, like that movie. Exactly. So, okay, so Lent, so let me get this straight. You you gorge and you binge. Mm-hmm. Maybe break as many of the seven deadly sins as you can. Exactly. That's just, the point of Mardi Gras. Just to not do it for 40 days. Yeah. 
Get as much of it as you can in because you won't be able to do it for 40 days. All right, dumbest idea ever. Is it not? It seems, I guess it seems to play into the whole not being able to do things in moderation. I guess Lent is for people who can't do things moderately where I have to, uh, I have to eat a lot or I have to drink a lot. So I won't really drink for 40 days except maybe on Sunday when you can. It's a very bulimic uh, thing to do. Right. I don't quite understand it. But nonetheless, Matt Albert said he wanted to do something here on um, Fat Tuesday. Was he uh, Was he quitting? I don't think he's... Are you quitting anything, Matt, for Lent? Teenagers? Uh, 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 not really. You just wanted to... All right, so basically you went and bought the tequila so you could drink tonight. Yeah. So you were challenging chunks to a, what, a shot contest? Shot contest. Every 15 minutes... We will take a shot, and whoever taps out first loses is and is the bitch. All right, all right, but that sounds. You're my slave for the day. Yeah, can, can you're, we, you're talking like you're senior hamburger calling in. Can I'm we? Sorry. Can we get more of a payoff than first one to tap um, is a bitch? First one to puke. <laughs> no, we're looking for the payoff, not the uh, tapping or the puking or getting out. What would you guys like to put up on the line? Is there anything you'd like to put up on the line? Hair. How about a hair match? Ooh. How about that? You you, right, you shave your head tonight, whoever loses, and you can't grow it back for 40 days. I don't know if either one could grow it back. That's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried about that? Or how about something other than... I tell you what. You guys think about it for a second. We'll take some phone calls. Uh, Christina in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Christina? Hi, guys. How are you doing? All right. Well, um, I just wanted to... Give you a little bit of a clarification uh-huh. on the whole one thing. Um, you're right about today, today's day of feasting, and then tomorrow, um, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to fast all day until tomorrow night, and then you get your ashes. It's Ash Wednesday, and what the reason why it's 40 days and 40 nights is because it's supposed to symbolize the amount of time that Jesus spent in the desert fasting and praying oh, wow. before he was crucified ah. on the cross. Oh, man. Does she have a list where was she drinking? I think she was drunk. Oh. She normally <laughs> calls in, and I think she was drunk. So this is something that she's using. All right, so is everybody drunk tonight, then? Is that what we're getting since it's Fat Tuesday? Well, from the call so far, it sounds like it. All right, what do you guys want to put on the line for? And Oh, by the way, what kind of tequila did you get? El Toro. <laughs> Ooh, living a little high on the hog, wouldn't you yeah. say? Was that a nice $13 bottle of tequila? Uh-huh. All right. You, at least, you could have at least gotten it in a squeeze bottle. Mm-hmm. Squeeze bottle tequila. Oh, I did that all through college. Everything was uh, plastic in college. You'd get the big plastic drum of vodka. Any, any liquor you bought was always in plastic. You never get the glass. All right, so are any of us giving up anything for Lent? Dubs, you giving up anything? No. I'm not a religious person. I'm not either. A lot of times people who aren't religious will use this as a way to, as a starting point to quit smoking or to quit other things. Tommy, are you going to give up anything for Lent? I already did. I gave up watching 24 last night, but that was just because my VCR didn't record it. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm good. All right. Well, you gave up Jack Bauer. I understand. I gave that up a long time ago. What about you, Gibbs? Anything given up for Lent? No. What's the most common thing? You gave up a game show. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's giving up responsibilities all the time. (laughs) 
Uh, what's the most common thing you're usually giving up for Lent? Uh, I would say, uh, like, anything sugary. Like, they, uh, they'll s- stop drinking soda or, you know, something like that. Something easy? Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily easy. That can be a difficult one for some people. Yeah, the thing is usually, like, chocolate or junk food, sex, alcohol, and smoking. I think those are, like, the top four. So any quote-unquote bad habits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who really gives up sex, though? No one. Everyone's not, no one gives up anything. Even it's like New Year's resolutions. It they lasts for four are. days. Yeah. And then this guy can't do it. And then they give Too it hard. Once, and then they just say, screw it. All right, how about this? How about we leave it to the callers? Whoever loses the tequila challenge... The callers decide what Matt or Chunks would have to give up. Wouldn't I have to give up bottled water and have to drink the tap water? Now, are you... Why would you throw that out there? <laughs> you hate it, and I'll hold you to it, you son of a bitch. I live with you. Now, is it necessary that you give up something bad for uh, for uh, Lent? Can you give up something that like, actually you should be doing all the time? like uh, Housework? Housework or speed limits? Condoms. I give I, up condoms. I'm never going to go speed limit for 40 days. <laughs> give up the booth. You already gave up the for booth. 40 days. It was taken from you. All right, Stab says, how about maybe have Gibbs or Chunks give up talking on the radio? All right, what? All right, I, don't, I like this idea. How about the two of you, if they can come up with something good, that you have to give up, and that's what the loser, <laughs> the first one to tap, ends up uh, giving up for 40 days for Lent. You like that idea? Sure. Are there any certain things that you two would prefer not to give up? I don't know really what you have. I mean, is there, <laughs> the, the two of them really don't have much. I, I can't give up my computer. I give up talking for 40 days on the uh, on the show. I'm already in the office. <laughs> I hate, what do I hate him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. You guys got anything serious? Yeah, why don't you sit up? Maybe you'll be more energetic then. Angela and Oviedo, you're in the hideout. What's up, Angela? Talk with a smile. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, do. Hey, uh, you guys were just mentioning things to give up, and you brought up soda. Um, I'm actually a lapsed Catholic. I've, I haven't done the whole Lent thing and, mm-hmm. or the believing part anyway, but I always <laughs> felt it was a good time to um, give up something at that time just to kind of see if I could do it, and soda, surprisingly, uh, for someone who has it every day, is very difficult to give up, and uh, that would be my test, would be my 40 days, whether I could give up soda, and a lot of people maybe give up coffee, candy bars, porn, you know, Ooh, porn on that line. Porn, porn would probably be good for one of those two, I would imagine. Yeah, thank you, Angela, appreciate it, sweetie. Sure. Let's, not, let's not get outrageous here, <laughs> all right? All right. <laughs> you just have to use your imagination for the next 40 days. I got a lot stored, but... Ant- Anti-Matt says make him give up video games. Uh, Both of you guys? How about you bring in your systems and you can't play them? And we hold on to them. Uh, would you swear not to smash it? Yeah. Yeah, would we would. Sw- We'd swear. On your mother's life. i like two of mine. I don't even... Yeah. All I have now is a Game Boy Advance, so, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) We would swear. All right. All right. uh, The Beef says, have Matt give up his virginity to jailbait. Trust me, he's trying. Dude, that video game one's kind of... Oh, I got one. Hold on a second. Glenn and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Glenn? Um, Hey, how about you guys give up bathing? I, now, bathing would just be awful for everyone, but that spurs on an idea. What's that? 
How about the loser? Instead of the opposite of shaving heads, can't shave for 40 days. Ugh. Or the not bathing thing. They just can't take a shower. So every time they have to get, bathe, they have to actually take a bath. Dude, do you know how painful that is? Like, my face grows out like razor blades. It seriously would be painful. I like I'm the sure idea of not smoking. Enjoy. I mean, not, not, uh, not, shaving. not shaving. And then we could take photos. Because I've never seen chunks with, like, full beard. And how, how fast do you think it would happen? And the perfect thing about it, too, is with them with two full Aikida beards, they, uh, you know they're not getting any ass. Yeah, thanks. And it wouldn't help. <laughs> it's whoever loses, though. Yeah, so one of you guys just will have a big beard uh, by Easter. That's pretty painful, but... All right, let's, well, let's try some other people's ideas. But right now, the not shaving was my favorite. Uh, Jonathan and Leesburg, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jonathan? Yeah, I'm figuring one of the only things I got aside video games is being able to masturbate. I think you should have to give up masturbation for a month. How about that? Days. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah, he's pitched as it is. Yeah, I need I need a stress relief. I can't get that up. It might help you out, man. Like that side. Right. You think I'm angry now? How about this? <laughs> give right. me a week. Was EJ from the YouTube actually was that pointed at me? Because I do like the idea. How about loser shaves their eyebrows? I like that one. You guys willing to lose the eyebrows? Isn't there a chance they might not grow back? They will grow no, back. They always grow back. Girls shave them all the time. I I like that idea. I like the eyebrows. That's what we're going with. So it's an eyebrow match then. Are right, you boys? What's wrong, Chunk? You said you could you could handle this. Eyebrow for eyebrow. Or how about? Or is it better if they just shave one off? <laughs> I almost like that more. Alright, so hide. Yeah, Gibbs. I like one. I like line one's idea. <clears throat> All right, Dirt and Winter Park. You're in the hideout. What's up, Dirt? Hey man, listen. I think y'all should make uh, them two guys give up their ass to Darone for forty days. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. How either. about how about a big oh. drunken man kiss? Now. I don't know who would be the winner or loser there, but it's a I like the idea of those two making out. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, it's Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Fat Tuesday, and uh, we're about to have a, a Fat Tuesday drinking challenge by the Hideout Fat Man. Chunks, Fat Men, Chunks, and Matt Albert. Mm-hmm. Whoever loses, gives something up for Lent. Right now, the best suggestion is shaving of the eyebrows. Alright, eyebrows or eyebrow? I think eyebrows. Okay. I, I, I'm really surprised that you only think one because you like everything symmetrical. That's why I think it would suck because that would, that would drive me the craziest. It'll drive me crazy just looking at him like that. These boys look excited. And that's what I'm uh, happy about. You know, what, what happened to the competitive spirit of, hey, I don't care. Uh, he's going down. It don't matter to me. Put out whatever you want on the line. What happened to that? We've, Why are we getting that? We've browbeaten them? I guess so. We're to too highbrow. To the point that they're uh, boring. You're going down, Matt. <laughs> you too. Tim in Orlando, oh, you're is this some gay out. thing? I don't yeah, know what you guys are doing. I guess it is. You're What's asking up, Tim? for it, Matt. Uh, just the business you're, you're in. J-Dubs can't do without uh, newspaper, uh, media, radio, TV. Well, what do you think about that? Where they give up any sort of media? The problem is that we have to have them still work for the show. Mm-hmm. So that would just, in effect, 
hurt. They've the been doing that for the last forty days anyway. I'm with you. Really a waste. Oh, if I could take back invitations, I would. Paul and Norman, take back my in, paycheck. You're in the hideout. <laughs> What's up, Paul? Hey, uh, make it difficult. Uh, make them give up their car and ride public transportation. Oh, uh, you know what, Paul? You may be onto something, and here's why. I like the idea of them giving up their cars and having to walk everywhere for the next <laughs> 40 days. Thank you, Paul. It could help you guys lose the weight you wanted to lose. You guys can use a bike. We wouldn't take that away from you. I never learned how to ride a bike. So. Well, you're close enough. You could walk. Do you realize you'd probably lose 100 pounds if you just walked to and from the apartment for yeah. 40 days? And then uh, my knees would give out. No, they wouldn't. It's a they short would. walk. It really isn't that long. Well, maybe for you. <laughs> would be insane. And I guess we'd save on gas. You would? Yeah, exactly. You'd save on gas money. It'd be an hour and a half walk for me. By the way, speaking <laughs> of gas money, uh, $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. Qualification coming up again here in just about 20 minutes. Junks, that's a long way for you to walk, but you could always uh, hitch a ride with Tommy. I've done it a couple times before. Yeah, it's not like you guys can't get in a car period. You just can't drive one. It only takes like... Uh, what do you prefer? Two hours. I think eyebrows are better, though. Although it would be funny every day to uh, watch them use the Sarah, uh, Jared diet. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You guys are will probably be walking right by a, a subway. I got winded walking up the steps when you guys made me take the elevator. Well, today. then maybe we do that, then, to help you. Uh, yeah, it's a win both ways. Shane on 408, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Shane? Uh, what's going on, hideout? Going yeah, on? I got a... Uh... Suggestion would be uh, kind of you know it'll it'll make them like humiliated, but uh, get a prostate exam. All right, how about an in-studio prostate exam? You could be done like, by a nude Gibbs. You could maybe we could actually get a doctor. Hmm. An actual prostate exam. But you get up on the table. <laughs> we'll get the ER doc who came in and checked my balls. I think I might do that. It's gay. You'd be willing? <laughs> yeah, be, I'd do that. Day. I'd do it. You're going to have to have one I'd, done eventually, I'd, Chunks. I'd go to the doctor sometime. I'm just going to let myself just... die. Rather than having a uh, doctor use his finger to check you for uh, actual diseases, you'd rather die. Yes. You're the biggest homophobe I've it's ever met. It's just a finger. I hold up. That you said to jailbait? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually just four. Uh, Come on. Giant Brian said, how about, oh, this is just completely different. He said, I think I'm just going to make a foam sign that only has Hefe's name on it. Please do. We're leading to that area right now. Yeah, Dubs was slighted by management. He didn't talk about it later. I I like an Al Hefe's hideout sign. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. The boss's hideout. Nice. Just like the old days. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't be here for him. <laughs> Me hint it. Let's do this damn thing. Oh, whatever, dude. I got an email from you begging for a job even back then, so I don't even want to hear it. Reminded Fez. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Actually, I went back and read the email. Oh, she oh. kept it? Yeah, I've got it still. You greedy bastard. You have that? Yes. Oh. And I have one of your no, first no, ones. No. no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I need to keep uh, I need to keep more of my emails, because I always remember like stuff that I would love to bring up, but I always delete. Shim, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Shim? Hey, guys, i got a suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. All right, the loser has to get his legs waxed live on air, but the winner gets to do it. 
right, how about we take it one step further, Shem? I like this. Bikini line? No. Entire body. Shave the entire body. When you say entire body, what do you mean? <sighs> Neck down. Neck down? Arms, legs, ass, pubes, chest, all of it. I'll do that. You'll do that? Yeah, I'll do How about you, Chunks? How hairy are you? I am pretty hairy. Lift up your shirt and let me see how. I got like a... I've seen chunks without. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that belly, dude. You have an ass yeah. on your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? Your belly button's actually just a small baby's ass. <laughs> it is dumb. You gotta see this thing. <laughs> we need to put a diaper on it. Is that why you want to keep poking it? Sorry. Dubs? All right. All right, Dubs. We need to make a decision, and then these boys got to take their first shot. Let's uh, go. Between those two, all right, who would you, what one would you rather have, Matt? Shave entire body or eyebrows? Uh, shaving entire body would. Or how about entire head? Right, here's the, Here it is. Here's the final one. Hold on. I, I got it. You got two choices. You shave your entire head. Neck up. Eyebrows, goatee, and your hair. Or you shave your entire below the neck, and you get to keep what's above the neck. Neck up or neck down? I'd go neck down. Chunks? Mm, I don't know, man. Neck down's uh, kind of embarrassing for me. I mean, my hair is my manlyhood. <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> you are such a primitive mammal. Well, you know, I'm masculine. No, you aren't. <laughs> Look how you're sitting, you big femme. <laughs> yeah, you are I'm masculine while you have your hand draped over your head. Well, there's too much blood going down to the bottom of my hand. I had to raise it above my head. What the hell are you yeah. talking about? Uh, which one do you want to do? Ooh, God. Or do we flip a coin? Because you, you guys can pick either or, and we'll go with the bet no matter what. It's what you'd rather, because, yeah, both of them are equally as good. God. I, I, I guess I guess I'll go or how about down. Neck down? Neck down. Okay. I mean, that's... A full body shaven. And we get them here in studio. Mm-hmm. We cover them in uh, shaving cream. This Friday, shave them? Whoever loses? During the open door? Yeah. I love it. Now, who's going to drink till alcohol poisoning? Because this, <laughs> this is all... <laughs> this is all to not lose the tequila. I will die tonight. <laughs> oh no! Then we're gonna get in trouble. Then I don't and only work here. then. No one cares. Hey, join the club. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Treehouse what? <laughs> and um, you guys will do your first shot, and then we'll uh, we'll get everything going. Fat Tuesday, the Fat Men Challenge. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up in a, about ten minutes. Another chance to get qualified for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. Gave away $500 last week to Chris Morton of Orlando. Another $500 this Friday night to one of the qualifiers. I want you boys to go into the other room and uh, do your uh, first shot of tequila. Matt Albert and uh, Chunks and the Fat Tuesday Fat Man Challenge. But hurry back, Matt, because uh, I think you'll want to talk to this guest. J-Dubs, this Sunday, you and I are going to be uh, watching our uh, our guy Russ Rollins, our buddy Russ Rollins, uh, wrestle with along of uh, 30 of the greatest wrestlers of all time. 
at the uh, Hard Rock Live in Orlando for the World Wrestling Legends. Tickets still available, 407-351-LIVE. Uh, I believe this man is going to be there, J-Dub. Yes, he is wrestling out uh, this Sunday. And it's one of your favorite wrestlers of, of all, all time. You constantly uh, refer to the one and the only Kamala. Kamala joining us in the hideout. How are you, Kamala? I'm doing real good. How you guys doing? We're, Not bad. We're fantastic. I'm going to sit back because I know for a fact that J-Dub's and our producer, one of our producers, Tommy Bateman, they're both just huge fans of yours, and they really want to do all the talking to you. So, Dubs, what do you got first up for uh, for Kamala here Our, in the hideout? Now, now, Kamala obviously was a great gimmick. Uh, was that you, or was that uh, someone else coming up with that? Well, uh, it was uh, Jerry Lawler and uh, myself. Now, it, with the gimmick. now, did that gimmick go as far as, because uh, my favorite thing about you, I waited for every match was when you would, uh, you know, go to pin someone, the guy would be on their stomach, and then the uh, ref would always tell you to roll him over, so you'd roll him over 360 degrees and try to pin him again while he was on his stomach. <laughs> yeah, now that was my idea. Most of the <laughs> things that I've done in the ring was my idea. And uh, I thought it was unique. I just did it in the ring one time. And, All right, know, that's the just... funniest thing I've ever heard. It was, it was <laughs> always hilarious. I'd always die laughing every time you did it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed doing this. Kamala in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Um, are you looking forward to this Sunday? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, forward to seeing some sunshine in the sunshine state. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Now, now uh, how many, uh, like, are you? who are you wrestling this weekend, do you know? No, I don't know. I, I, I've, all, I've uh, contacted Rob Wilson, the promoter, and shut the keeping it a secret yeah because i haven't been able to figure out the matches either and i've been really wondering and uh i guess yeah they're going to make it a whole you know kind yeah. of uh, secret thing yeah yeah i would like to know <laughs> uh tommy bateman you got questions for kamala here in the hideout i was just wondering like who were your other favorite wrestlers of the 80s like that, that were your contemporaries uh i would say hogan for sure and then i would say uh carrie von eric mm-hmm. all of the von erics and uh, Bret Hart. Were the guys you hung out with on the road? Excuse me? Were those the guys you hung out with on the road? Well, I really didn't hang out with anybody on the road. Uh, I, I always stayed to myself because I took care of my gimmick. Now, do, do you do you see people, uh, like uh, when you see people on the streets now, do they get kind of freaked out when you talk? Uh, here at home, because away from home, they didn't uh, they didn't know me. They didn't recognize me. Because I didn't walk around with the paint in there, gimme going. Damn it, that, that ruins my uh, dream. Do, uh, <laughs> what do you think about today, where the wrestlers they don't keep the gimmick up outside of the arena, where they just are at the you know local restaurant and they're just themselves? Do you frown upon that being kind of the quote unquote old school styles of wrestling, or do you yeah. think that's you know just fine? Yeah, no, I don't because I think it hurt, it hurts in the long run. It, it's already hurt the business. I, I think. Uh, but the pay-per-view is the only thing doing a lot of drawing now. But the house shows, you know, when we used to sell them out because, you know, we took care of gimmicks and no, uh, we kayfabe. And, and and so the way they're doing it now, I think it really hurts. Yeah, like it, now it seems more of a gimmick than uh, like when uh, back in the 80s and everything, it seemed like you guys tried to uh, make that seem like your real life instead of just a kind of a little cute gimmick that you're just doing every, every night at a show. Because it's more wrestlers nowadays, they seem like they're, they're using wrestling to angle toward other things, mm-hmm. like trying to maybe go for that movie thing, or even some of them to be rappers or rock stars. Wrestling doesn't seem the end-all, be-all, does it, Kamala? 
Right, right. That, that's what it seemed like to me because they uh, it don't they don't seem like they're just really focusing on uh, wrestling as a as a whole. Uh, they like you say they're looking forward to like movies and uh, the, you know rap stars and things like that. The GiantKamala.com is the website. Uh, Kamala here in the hideout. Well, the guy who plays Kamala here in the hideout on Royal Radio 104.1. We'll just call it Kamala, though. That's what yeah. I like. Um, uh, also, to, now, did you think at all that the gimmick was racist? I mean, did people ever float that out to you or no? Uh, no, not really, because I wanted to do it before I was Kamala. I was doing it in England. Uh, just wrestling under the name of Big Jim Harris. I was painting my face, but you know, not using the whole gimmick with the skirt and all. Mm-hmm. But no, and I, and I really, I love that gimmick today. Yeah, it still is maybe the best gimmick ever in wrestling. And you can see Kamala this Sunday at the uh, World Wrestling Legends. Uh, that's at the Hard Rock Live. Uh, we'll have more ringside seats to give away a little bit later on. Four zero seven three five one live. For uh, for ticket info. Now, Kamala, you also uh, on your website have some uh, music available. Yeah, it's something that I do here at the home. Uh, I mean, do here at home. I have my home studio, and I do all my mixing and recording and everything right here at the house. You do all the instruments, everything? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I do it. Uh, I forget what you call it though, but I don't have a band yet. Uh, I have a temporary band that I'm kind of working with just a little bit, getting used to a band. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do it mostly here with my keyboard here at the house. Now, I play some music, and uh, I write all my songs, and everything is original. Do we have some of that, Tommy, that we can play with Kamala here in the Yeah, house? we have uh, all the songs that he has on his website. I don't know. Is there any particular one you want us to play? Which one do you like most, Dubs? Do you remember? Uh, I like the uh, A Bad Day. Bad day. This cost the latest one. Yeah. Right, okay. A, a bad day. Let's play a bad day by Kamala here in the hideout. And you can get this at thegiantkamala.com. This is for all the men's out there. I have a question for all of you. Have you ever been in love? And have your woman ever told you how much she loves you? And how much she want to spend the rest of her life with you? Have you ever been told that? Well, I have. Here's my question. Kamala or Al Green? I can't tell. I think it's almost parallel. I think it's right there on par. So, oh, that's a compliment. Thank I, you, guys. I, I dig it. Hey, now, what, you're 6'7", 375, you still maintaining that weight? No, I'm about 340, and my true height is about 6'6". Six, six. All right, 6'6", uh-huh. six, six, 340. How's the body holding up after all these years? Uh, so far, so good. My knees and everything is still good. Uh, uh, so far, so good. Now, what about all these wrestlers that just kind of keep dying? Um, I mean, it's not about every six months... You'll hear about another wrestler. I mean, the latest, I guess, was Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What is all that going on there, Kamala? I don't know, but mostly every, every time a wrestler dies, if it's not in a car wreck or something, they say it's a heart attack or something like that. But then later on, we hear uh, behind the scene that it was an overdose of uh, drugs, uh, a long time with uh, steroids and things like that. Now, that's what I hear behind the scene. But I hadn't heard anything on Eddie Guerrero, no more than a heart attack. All right, uh, Kamala here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. You want to take a quick phone call? Are you up for that, Kamala? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, let's talk to Jeff. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Road Radio with Kamala. Hey, guys, how you doing, man? Love your show. Thank, Thank you. 
Hey, Kamala, I have a question to ask you. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of even the older school wrestling. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, my, my childhood idols were like Bruno San Martino and Haystacks Calhoun and Dean Ho and Tony Gurria. Right. Uh, who did you uh, idolize to, when you were a kid growing up to help you become a uh, pro wrestler? Well, I had a number of them, and, and uh, Dusty Road was one, uh, Sailor R. Thomas, and Thunderbolt Patterson, and the Briscoe Brothers. Yeah, Patterson was bad. I liked him. Yeah, he was cool. All right, there you go, Jeff. I appreciate it. Dubs, you got any more for come on? Now we're gonna um, we're gonna be running around with media passes and all that kind of fun stuff at the Hard Rock. Yeah, It'd be great to come hang out with you for a little while if you don't mind, Kamala. We, we, hey, come on, man. Yeah, I'd love to come over and shake your hand, Kamala. Sure, it'd be my pleasure. All right, Kamala, this Sunday at the uh, World Wrestling Legends uh, at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Of course, it features over thirty of the greatest wrestlers of all time, including Kamala. Who, by the way, congratulations on making the top twenty in what? What was the magazine we got? I think it was Stuff Magazine. Stuff Magazine named you uh, in the top twenty of the uh, great old school wrestlers. Oh, great! That's good to hear. So, congratulations for that. Matt. Did you have anything you wanted to ask Kamala before we let him go? What kind of paint did you use to keep it so you know? N- uh, I use acrylic. It's artist paint. Oh. Yeah, something that won't irritate the skin is easy to come off. All right. Because right. uh, we're thinking about Matt is uh, one of the He's co- about at your size and uh, body type. We're uh, we're thinking about uh, putting him in uh, the face paint for the, the match on Sunday. Yeah, he's 6'5", 500-pound, oh. 21-year-old black virgin with uh, graying hair and patchy baldness. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have plenty of paint. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic if, if you had Kamala paint you up. Could you imagine? It's a dream. That actually would be sweet. You know what my dream is? What? Play another Kamala song. All right, let's play one more Kamala song. One more Kamala. What do you like? Uh, we already um, played a bad day. That you I like Booty Girl. The Giant Kamala dot com. Yeah, you gotta just pick one. I like Booty Girl. All right, let's go with Booty Girl then. Okay. Well, folks, let me tell you about my grandbaby. Hey, Booty Girl, I haven't seen in months. The one I call Booty Girl. Booty Girl. She's just six years old. Kind of Wesley Willis. And it's been almost a year since we have seen one another. Booty girl. Hey, booty girl. Now that's a long time for a six-year-old. Sounds like John Taylor a little bit. I still say I agree. Don't take up a lot of your I time. can see where it's coming from there. So here's my story. Booty girl. I was sitting in a Walmart parking lot. Me too. Where Dubs hangs out. Went up, pop my grandbaby booty girl. <laughs> you know she talks a lot. Booty girl. Booty she said, girl. Hey, Paul, Paul, I hadn't seen you in months. I've been looking for you and I was still on the hunt. Hey, booty girl. She said, Hey, Paul, Paul, I live over there. I said, You do? Well, come show me where, booty girl. Hey, booty girl. And then she said, whoops, I wasn't supposed to tell. 
The great Kamala here in the hideout. We will be hanging out with him Sunday at the Hard Rock Live for the World Wrestling Legends, of course, featuring our uh, very own Russ Rollins. Uh, Kamala, we'll see you Sunday, my friend. Okay, man. Looking forward to it. I'll be looking for you. Thank you very much. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. All right. Fantastic. What a great guy. Yeah, thank you, Kamala. That was awesome. Good job, Tommy. I know it was Dub's favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. How'd you score it? MySpace? No, I just uh, emailed. I want to say to the beef, that song is not straight pedophile. I think it's about his granddaughter, yeah. isn't it? I think it's about his granddaughter. You better hope it's about his granddaughter. We'll ask him, we'll ask him, we'll ask him on Sunday. Rick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rick? Yeah, hey, I just wanted to compliment Mala on a great career. I used to watch him all the time. But he's definitely got that Clarence Carter thing going on. Yeah. Patches. Yeah. I, I, I like the Wesley Willis rock and roll McDonald's. If it doesn't quite have that Casio keyboard, it really does uh, kind of sound like a, a Wesley Willis type thing. It doesn't quite have the speed of Willis, but uh... Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Patches. Yep. Mix it. All right, J Dubs. Let's take a break. We'll come back. How'd the first shot go with you guys? It was disgusting. Well, you got El Toro. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, the first shot between you and Chunks, the fat man. Have you ever fat, had tequila before? Fat nah. Tuesday Challenge. I stick with Jack Daniels mainly. You feeling anything yet? No. I, I feel tired, that's all. When we get from, back from the break, it's going to be time for your second shot. All right. How you feeling, Chunks? You like tequila. How was that tequila for you? Tastes like water. It's so crappy. All right, and whoever loses, taps out first or throws up first, ends up having to uh, shave their bodies from the neck down. I need to uh, increase the uh, duration, or lessen the time between shots. All right, tell you what, you'll do another one when we get back, and then uh, we'll go every 15 minutes at 8.30. Okay. So in the next 10 minutes, we'll do two shots. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. Coming up next. On the hideout. Speaking of Kamala, you guys made a lot of Kamala jokes at my mom. Mm -hmm. It made her cry. Mm -hmm. I got an update on that. That's all on the podcasting on the hideout page on realradio.fm. And also, if you subscribe on iTunes. I don't think she'd be uh, hurt if she knew what kind of nice man that man was. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. Good dude. Kamala. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, congratulations to Alex Santiago of Kissimmee. Latest qualifier for the $500 in cash from Shell Fuel Stretch. Another qualification coming up at 9.15. Dubs, this is my new, uh, you know how sometimes I'll find a band and I'll obsess on them for a little while? Yeah. I know Seven Dust has been out for a while, but I saw them at the Real Rock show uh, on uh, New Year's. And this is what you're jamming to now? This this and Ten Years are the uh, two bands that I'm really heavy into right now, especially the Seven Dust. Uh, constantly you'll hear me playing it all the time. Uh, boys, you go do your second shot. Go do your second shot of the Cuervo for the uh, Fat Man Fat Tuesday Challenge. Actually, it's not even Cuervo. It's just tequila. El Toro, I think, is what it's called. Whoever loses, whoever throws up or taps out first, is going to end up um, shaving their body from the neck down. It's Friday during the open door. And I got this email real fast. Oh, okay. From a... Uh, I'd read it to you. It's uh, this is Lamont Heretic P one five zero six five. He needs a new car, looking for a good deal. Can you put a call out to the Heretics listening uh, to contact for certain places to avoid? Looking for a foreign car SUV, max price about twenty one hundred bucks. If he knows of any Heretics, I want to hook him on a deal. 
Um, thanks for the help. Hail the hideout, Lamont. 2100? About th- yeah. No, uh, I'm sorry. 21,000. I would say then go to Thurston's Premier Auto Center, Thurston's Auto Center, Claremont. Well, I mean, not to sound like a commercial. No, but seriously. I emailed back to him and I go, dude, I went to Thurston's and I got it hooked up. Now, Thurston's, where you and I went, mm-hmm. Tommy, you uh, had the truck having USA and they also have SUVs over there, right? Yes, they have everything over there. Big, hardworking uh, trucks like Duramax, Cummins, Power Strokes, right, You don't have SUVs, to do a commercial. Trucks. <laughs> he just wanted to know. All right, so Tommy says truck truck But Thurston's low-mileage vehicles are like new, but no new car prices. I love Thur- Look, here's the thing. you got two choices, both very proud sponsors of the hideout. I ASC say- certified techs, 20-base service okay department. Okay already. I say you choose. You're surly. I say you choose between those two. How was the second tequila shot? Because you're about to do another one in about 90 seconds. Is that one all right? Good as gold and better. Same here. Cuervo gold. <laughs> That's actually El Toro. I don't think uh, it's anything near. The bull. All right, now, so, <laughs> basis. All right, now you two are not going to get surly because we do have a show to still do, all right? What are we supposed to do? Yeah, what are we going to do now? Dubs, um, we just talked to Kamala. Yes. And I don't know if you remember. Now I'm sullen. But on the Hideout uh, page on realradio.fm for the Hideout podcasting, there's the segment where you and Matt Albert made my mom cry. <laughs> we didn't know about it, though, when it happened. Yeah. Um, by making Kamala jokes, because I got her on the air, because I was worried about her weight. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what her weight was? Was it 242? 242. I got an email from her this morning. <laughs> um, down to 235. She's lost, I guess, seven pounds in the last week. Well, all in tear weight. <laughs> it could be partially crying. Crying actually does burn a lot of calories. Yeah, you don't eat. But uh, I would I would say uh, she owes us a nice thank you. Well, she th- I'm not going to read the email to you on the air, but she did say, I know what you did was out of love, and I thank you because it actually did motivate. We did, a, we did a scared straight on her. You mm. did. <laughs> you actually did. And I actually I made a deal with her. She's at 235 now. And, of course, you know that I'm not shaving my head again until I get into 200. Mm-hmm. And I've already lost, uh, like, three or four pounds. Good. From where I was. So I'm, like, down to 219 now. I told her, um, here's the deal. $500 to the first person between me and her who can lose 36 pounds. 500 $500. So if my mom gets under 200 pounds before I lose 36 pounds... I'll give her five hundred dollars. Well, you'll take a loan and give her the five hundred dollars from that. Well, I can set aside money. Yeah, but the other thing too. How I I can't hear. But here's the the funny thing though is that I'm willing to do that to help my mom like lose. If if I got to take out the loan to give her five hundred dollars and she loses thirty six pounds, it's it's a it's worth it. It's money well spent to me. Definitely. You know now where was she coming from when the like say. A year and a half ago when I saw her, how much was she weighing then? Probably like 225. Mm. Okay, so that's definitely good. Yeah. So if she can get under 200. Before then, you do. Well, no, I, I got to lose 36 pounds too. Mm. Like her 36 pounds is to get her under 200. Ooh. That gets me under 190. And that's a tough one. Well, you know, that's uh, that's the deal that's been made. I'm planning on giving my mom $500, <laughs> but again, it to me it's money you know spent well. Um, another thing going on real fast, I gotta thank, um, some people. The one that I will say specifically is Bong Swap Matt and his chick, who uh, got her heretic card today, and also came out to lunch, uh, with me and, um, 
Matt over at uh, Celebration at Joe's Crab Shack. Uh, they're hooking me up for Disney tickets when my stepbrother, my stepfather, and my little brothers come to town. They're coming to town for an entire week on their spring break from Houston, Texas. I got Disney tickets. I also know that Shannon Burke was at Universal today, and my little brothers are stoked about going over to Universal because um, I was able to get them two park passes. Oh, cool. And I got them passes for Wet n' Wild. So all I need is someone to step up and be somebody for SeaWorld, and I'll be the greatest big brother in the world. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I've been an awful one. And this, to me, hopefully will make up to that part, to that side of my family, to my mom, by giving her $500 for losing 36 pounds, <laughs> and to my little brothers for me being completely absent by giving them the best vacation they've ever had in Orlando. So you're throwing money and uh, gifts at the problem. Just like the way my father did. <laughs> Just like my father did with me. And I think it works. So that's what I'm going to step up and do. you got to give him the bull. El toro. Did you guys go do your second toro. shot of the break? No, you want you guys to? Need, yeah, it's uh, 830. You guys need to do it. Ain't no thing. <laughs> but a chicken wing. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we have the dream team over there drinking tequila. Pat in Winter Park here in the hideout. What's up, Pat? Hey, I was wondering if uh, the guys are going to get the shave neck down. Who's going to be doing the shaving? Gibbs. Gibbs, Gibbs. Honestly, honestly, uh, the one that's doing the shaving, that's more punishment, man. You're doing that butt, you you know, you get a little salute, you know? Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. We could do Gibbs or we could pawn it off to one of the heretics. I don't know. We might need to pawn off the heretics because I don't know if uh, Gibbs can shave with a Woody. Well, we'll try, Dubs. We'll certainly try to get it all going on. So anyway, well, here we go. Lamont just uh, got back. Thank you, guys. He will check Thurston's and Truck Heaven, both of them. <laughs> Are they back? El Toro. Let me see what you're drinking. This is for the chunks. Take a whiff of it for you. Matt Albert, Fat Man, Fat Tuesday Challenge. Oh, boy, that's... Uh, ain't no good stuff, man. That's the that's the, that's crap. Like a faded sign. What? It's another tequila sunrise. How you feeling, Matt? You you have a cringe on your face right now. It's just the pure taste of it. And you guys were worried about there being enough in there. They haven't even gotten a quarter way through the bottle yet. They've only gotten through the... I ain't a quarter of the way drunk yet. Yeah. <laughs> Hi-yo. Tick-tock goes the clock. The chime time's 834. I feel like talking like Beavis. Do it. That's your Beavis? That's the worst Beavis I've ever heard. No. Those were like Speedy. Huh? Speedy? Alright, let's take a break. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. Dubs, I know we said we'd do it during the 9 o'clock hour. Do you want to come back and talk about management and what they did to you? Sure. You want to do that next? I have no problem with that. Because I think it'll help you get back into the flow of the show once we talk about I'm out of the flow now? Yeah. Uh, Once we talk about how you were disrespected. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. All right, they're drunk. The two fat men are freaking each other in the corner. It's a hideout real radio 104.1 Tuesday night. Fat Tuesday in the hideout. Let's check in with Sir Gary the Prophet, Hideout News Director. Good evening. How are you jumping tonight? Hey there, Sir Gary. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. What's in the news, Sir Gary? Uh, well, um, first they had the, um, per- 
Nazis prayed the other day in Orlando on Paramore. Uh, it was actually just a gathering of Dubs' friends, but yeah. Ah. Uh. Um. And, uh, Ernest Page, uh, Ernest Page uh, is almost in trouble since he was pro mayor of Orlando. Really? What happened? Uh, he uh, sold some property to uh, people and. Uh, he wanted to talk to me. It's expensive. Like he couldn't afford it. Oh, that's right. I heard about that on the Phillips file. All right, yes, so sir. Gary, outstanding. How's the new church? Uh, new Hope Every Baptist Church doing real good. It's on Story Road now in Winter Garden. We're going to get back to pass. We have Sunday morning worship service at 1030. Dinner and grind every Sunday for 12 to 1 in the public invited. All right, sir Gary the Prophet. Thank you, buddy. Come back. Have a good evening. He just set a word speed record. Micro <laughs> machine guy. No, I'm not kidding you, too. You're not going to disrupt the show by being drunkards because you wanted to drink. You can drink, but you can shut up. I'll go back in the office. No, you can just sit there. I'm fine with you sitting there. Don't mope. You're incoherent right now. I'm good. When I point, no, you are. I'm sober. When I point to you. As a judge. (laughs) What did I just say? What did I just say? I was talking to, I was looking at the gang. Shut it. (laughs) All right, he points at those. All right, here's the deal. See, I'm keeping on topic. So, that was actually a nice segue. Um, so, here's the deal. We were, uh, I guess, you know, I, I talked about it like, maybe last night. Yeah, last night that you uh, brought it up. Or Real Radio. Maybe right around this time. Real Radio has a what they call a tune-up meeting where mm-hmm. all the department heads, general manager, programming, uh, promotions, sales, um, and, the, uh, and the show hosts meet somewhere and we just talk about how we can make Real Radio better. It's like... You know, like one of those... Just kind of a little uh, bounce-off ideas and what's going wrong, what's going right type meeting, you know? Just a, just a, a temperature-taking. And so, you know, like Russ and Shannon and, you know, and Mr. Phillips and uh, myself and Dubs, I just assumed, you know, we'd all be there. So, uh, I guess not, though. No, I won't be there. What? I'm not invited. Now, you... you I'm are... going to the NIT uh, meeting. <laughs> Now what? Ha- now this this is how you feel management disrespected you, Dubs. Mm-hmm. I walk in uh, today to the office and I see you there, and you're pretty red faced. Oh, that's because my uh, blood hasn't gone back from being smacked. And With that gauntlet. And you go, I go. You said something about you're not allowed. I'm not allowed. At the I've meeting. been I've been banned. <laughs> I've been banned from the tune-up. Good job, Spoon. So, what happened? What was told to you? I I was just uh, talking to Catherine, and I'm like, oh, so what's this um, meeting Tuesday about? And she told me, she's like, uh, but it's just going to be half day. Not that, uh, it, that you should take any offense to it. All right. Uh, but uh, we're, we're just taking the main host. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, crap. Now... How does that make you feel? Well, my main beef is that uh, for the last like a uh, couple months, out of you know more than more so than the last uh, eight or nine months that we've been here, I felt like I've had to prove myself to management over and over again, and they still don't. How is that? Well, uh, last time when you took uh, the night off, I can't remember. Oh, you were uh, not even the whole night off. It was uh, Patty, Patty McGee's Patty McGee's for a couple hours. They weren't sure if I could I could handle it. They didn't know. They didn't if, know whether or not you could host the show. Yeah, they didn't know if I could do it. 
So you feel that they look at you like you're not an equal co-host to no. me? No. Like, it's obviously not. Like it's El Jefe and then the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Which I completely... Actually, the other one, but they segued into it. That used to be our old open. Yeah. Well. Uh, good call, though. Uh, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> that we should come back long. with that. Yeah. Um, so... Now, because, I mean, I feel everyone here is, you know, it's not just me. And I I've, I think more than any other host, I think I've gotten better about that. But you guys make the show. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'd probably just go, I'd be a political political talk show host or something. But you guys make the show what it is. And especially you, Jade Hubs. And we are co-hosts. We are equal in every way. Mm-hmm. Even pay. You yeah. and I get the exact same amount. Except you get a little bit more for some of the reads you get because you're a better uh, voice talent. Yeah, I'm, uh, when you're a voiceover master like myself, you get more of that kind of thing. You'll catch up. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you feel like you've been slighted then? I just, I, it, it's the whole thing of Do you feel feeling like, like I have to prove myself over and over and over and over. Now, here's what I'll say. I know you. And Dubs was treated like S at our very first station we ever worked at. Mm-hmm. And you still haven't let that go. No. I am truly afraid that today, because when we were in mid-Michigan, we had a uh, program director, Bob Olson, you'll hear us refer to him. And he told J-Dubs, he pulled him into his office when Dubs was trying to get a job or something. He goes, Dubs, I just want to let you know. Call me Goose. You'll know. <laughs> My name used to be Maverick. Is that why he did that? <laughs> Um, he goes, Dubs, I want to let you know you'll never really make it in this business. You'll never be a major market talent. Told him that. Yeah. Dubs is like 19 years old, mm-hmm. busting his ass, working like, I don't know, 15 hours a day, getting paid for like maybe two of them. You know? Kind of what Chunk is doing. <laughs> so, and I remember it was such a big deal, because when we got fired in Michigan, they never thought that you'd get another job again. Yeah. And lo and behold, we become talk show hosts. Uh, not only in a major market, Washington D.C., but one of the greatest stations. I uh, mean, for talk, WJFK at the time before it's the sinking ship that it is now. And I know he was because uh, I, I saw him when we were fired for a little bit, and I was working at a pizza shop. I know he was secretly giggling to himself, saying, "I'm right, I'm right." Yeah. And I know that you still haven't let that go. Not completely. And I don't blame you, because sometimes we need that motivation. I worry that today. February uh, 28th, 2006, is the day that Real Radio jumped the shark for you. That in some way, you are now going to hold the grudge against this place because you're not allowed. By the way, and I know you, you don't want to go to this meeting. We're gonna... I know. I, that, that's what pisses me off the, the most. It pisses me off the most that I you brought it up to me. I'm like, ah, I should go. I, I, I really should go. should do this type of thing. And I'm finally going to go to one of these stupid things, and they tell me I can't. Because I know you... No. I'm really not interested in going, but I'm going to go. You would go and be so bored. But But it's it's the mere fact that, A, they don't feel you you could do the show on your own, and B, Mm -hmm. you're not invited to the big meeting. And now I'm worried that this is, for real radio, this is the day... That they pulled you into the office and said, you know what, you're never going to be a major market talent. When you obviously you have been. I don't think it's going to completely ruin me. 
But it does. Does yeah, it hurt right now? It doesn't hurt now. No, what it does is it makes me a little disinterested in doing the extras. You know, I, I, I've i always been a team player. Like, like go uh, to promo meetings? Well, I've, I've lost interest in those when, you know, they didn't work. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I don't feel the need to uh, do the extras anymore. I, I feel like, you know, I'll do my work at home, my, my uh, show prep, and make this show as good as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've always been the type of guy who, hey, I I would love to uh, help out every single show on the station, every single uh, person in management, every single person in the cluster. Right. But it just doesn't seem like not anymore, huh? It just doesn't seem like that helps. So now I got to do it. Feel free. Me hint oh. oh. mm. Let's do this damn thing, please. Oh. You make me cringe. It's El Jefe. El Jefe's hideout. Chunks, as a drunken producer, executive yes. producer, what do you think of this? Uh, I don't think it's in. I think it's incorrect uh, how you treated J Dubs. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that at all. Oh, that's fantastic! Great. Uh, we all knew that. No, but I mean, this is really upsetting to me. And like, <laughs> I've been trying very hard to give everyone a chance around here, and that's wrong. I mean, that's just like a line. It shouldn't even been thought about being crossed. It's just not. It's not right at all. Because I mean. More than the other shows on the station, mm-hmm. we are equal billing. Yeah. I mean, it's the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Not with El Jefe, or as it previously was, El Jefe's hideout, which I miss, and we can easily go back to. Mi gente! Feel free. But we got too much stuff going on now. Um, yeah. This was our bed music when we did it on Saturday nights. Yes, you Chuck. know, I remember listening to that. Uh, All right, hold on. Let's take a break because you're drunk. No, I need, dude, you, real I need quick. you to gather your thoughts. I got my thoughts. Go I ahead. just remember real quick. He'll lose it. He'll have hideout. You always had to spell out the email address. It really pissed me off. Yeah. People <laughs> didn't know how to spell it with an H. I'm sorry, with a J. <laughs> <laughs> with two F's, too. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. J Dubs, what can we do to make you feel part of the Real Radio team? What do you mean? You've bitched, and I understand your gripe. Now let's come up with some solutions next. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. When I said mix it in, it didn't have to be next. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Tuesday night, coming up, hideout, uh, door prize blowout. Me hint it. All right, I'm done with that. Uh, 407-916-1041, Dubs feels disrespected. Not, you, no, you know, no, it's not as much disrespect as I, I'm i tired of feeling like I have to prove myself. But you got you, you got to know, we, even as a team and as a show, have to do that all the time. No, I know, but it, it feels like, you know, I'm, I don't mind proving myself, like, when I feel it's warranted. Collectively as a show, but when you got to do it individually. For individual events that I've done before. And it feels like I have to prove prove uh, th- these things again after I've already proved them once or twice. Let me ask you: When Catherine said you couldn't go to that meeting, the tune-up meeting, why didn't you just confront her then? As to wait a second, my name's on the show too. I know it's mostly ensemble, or it's kind of ensemble, or there's mm-hmm. one lead. You know, though th- there's one main lead, I guess you would say. Yeah, there's one main lead on every show. I mean, it's just how it works. But for you and I, it's more of like with you know. Ron and Fez, or Don and Mike, or Opie and Anthony, where it's you know it's two guys, it's you know it's our mm-hmm. show, the two of us. 
What are we going to do to fix this, Dubs? I don't know if there's a surefire fix. Hug? No. No hugs. I'll hug Catherine. I'll hug her. How about a nice kiss? Yeah, I'll kiss her. I'll kiss her. <laughs> These guys are animals. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Heather, in your car, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Heather? Hey, uh, I just want to say, no offense intended, but um, I think that J-Dub's voice is better than El Jefe's, but I think the whole group of you is funny, and I, and, I don't know. And I hope you get hit by the car that was running back. My voice is perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Obviously, she's deaf. It's like a soft lullaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy and Holy Hill, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, guys. Um, I'm a real big fan of Real Radio, and I listen to pretty much all the shows. You know, Mr. Phillips, mm-hmm. Monsters, you guys, uh, Shannon, everybody. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if any of the other co-hosts were invited to this meeting. Well, that's the didn't that the reason they yeah, got... Yeah, that's the reason they gave me. But here's the, here's the thing, though. It's... I understand that all three people that you mentioned, you know, that there's well, one specific... Yeah, SBK, Mora, um, you know. Yeah, but it, the thing is, it's the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. It's not just, you know, the hideout. Tommy, what do you think about this? Because you've been left out once as uh Yeah, once. As the gang. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, I mean... Part of me thinks it's wrong, and then part of me thinks, well, this is going to be really great for the air, because Dub's mad is always good. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Why, is that, why is that good? I here's here's the thing. It's so rare. A mad Dub's is good, but a disinterested Dub's isn't. Because then it's just hours of playing Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the office? Yeah. I guess to that point. Because it gives him this little fire that that just he gets angry and I, I can feel it and. Can you feel I, it now? Yeah. Are I, you feeling the the heat? Yeah, that's why I'm I'm. Well, glad let me I'm talk not. on you. I'll put it out. What? Is that a spittle? In my joke? spittle joke. Yes. Right. Oh. <laughs> see, I don't think I see. I don't even. I don't know. I've never noticed this Dub's quote unquote bad voice either. Yeah. It never really registered with me. Me either. <laughs> it just sounds like a regular voice. Yeah. That's just, to me, that's the Michigan accent. However, Gibbs, on the other hand, I can't stand it when he speaks. His voice is terrible. All right, Shane on 408, you're in the hideout. What's up, Shane? Yeah, um, I got a question. Is, uh, do you think that, I don't think it had to do with something on air. Do you think that um, you might rub somebody the wrong way when somebody in management, like off air? I, I always do that. Or they might think you're less professional than half air or something like that? Now, here's the thing, too. And I'll say, you know what, Shane, you bring up a good point. I tend to speak for the group more than anything in these management-type meetings, promo meetings. Um, a lot of these meetings uh, right. I, I get stuck in because somehow I'm the spokesperson of the crew. Well, because whenever we go to one of these meetings, you take that role, and I, I don't mind that at all. I think that's perfect, but that's how you get that. Whenever we're all together and we're talking about the show, you usually uh, will uh, jump up into the lead. That's the thing is that, like, most of the time, 90% of the time, the way you are off air is just as important as you are on air. So maybe dubs are dressing unprofessionally and they're afraid <laughs> that you're going to embarrass everybody at this big meeting. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. Or you're just going to make kid-touching jokes. Or maybe you'll actually up. touch kids. <laughs> well, I mean, is that a Walmart? You need a public enemy shirt. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what gets you into these meetings. You need to listen to Seven Dust. 
everywhere you go. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to I need to change my life around. Be more like Hefe. Yeah. Lose your hair. Get a spare tire. Dude, he's sad. I don't like it. Thicker eyebrows. Who? Dubs. What don't you like about Dubs being sad? Guys, man, he's so f- laid back. Oh, you're, you two, by the way, are so drunk he's already. Like, no, I told you. You guys me. were you were worried, Hefe. I told you, do not worry. They both kept saying, hey, do we have enough tequila for the fat man? Uh, Fat Tuesday challenge. There's still not enough tequila. Trust me, I'm not even near drunk. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm no, saying. you're not. Dope is like Marvel. No, I'm Jesus. not. Yeah. No, I got a nice yeah. little buzz. Well, there's two things that come to mind. One is actually from Giant Brian. He said, maybe it's because Dubs has a pet cat. Guys with cats are never taken seriously. Or me, it's big business and they just don't want to pay for your food. Because we are getting breakfast and lunch. Yeah, and that's why they're not inviting any of the quote-unquote co-hosts. You want me to quit and you can go in my place? No, no, I will. No, no. I think you should represent us. No, I do not want to go. That's just some gift. Even if they said, hey, you're invited tomorrow, I would not want to go. Look at you, you crybaby. You better go if they invite you. <laughs> no. You just threw a hissy fit. Randy in Titusville, you're in the hideout. Yeah, go do another shot, fat boys. Go ahead, hey, Randy. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, buddy. J-Dubs, yeah. this, is, this is for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. If you don't stand up now and break this... Uh, little thing they got going in their head, they're going to keep stepping on you, dog. That, that is, is true. That is true. you got to stand up and be like, hey, that's why I'm surprised you didn't mention it to Kathy. You know afternoon. me. I don't do that. You should have said, hey, is my name? You do, though. I've seen you get confrontational. You do it with me. Well, because we have that friendship going where I don't have to worry about friendship. it. Friendship? Whatever. Hey, hey, if, if Hefe goes without you, Dubs, you'll know who the traitor is. Fredo. Ooh. Uh-huh. Now, now are you saying so. we need a hideout boycott of the meeting? Here's the thing, though. We get so little as it is, we can't afford to not be represented at this meeting. And I honestly was hoping you'd be there to have someone in my corner as I go at them. Actually, I'm just going to sit there and eat and just agree. Uh-huh. Yep, sounds good. I mean, it just takes me a while and being burned a lot of times before I'm going to get confrontational. I think this is it. <laughs> this is the first real burn. Ah, uh, second. In your life? No, here. What was the other one? The other one was the uh, whole not being able to do the show on your own thing. Yeah, I heard it. Mm. Kind of agree. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. All right, now isn't the time to make jokes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now- You're feeding to them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was making a You joke. want me to be there in your corner? Be in mine. I'm in your corner all the time. Snuggle up against you. Johnny and Kissimmee are in the hideout. What's up, Johnny? Yeah, J-Dubs, I just got to tell you one thing. Yeah. You need to take a page out of your own book, stand up, and be somebody. That's right. Be somebody, J-Dubs. You tell management you want to go to that crap meeting. I you really, tell them. But I really don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the whole thing. I don't want to go, but the fact that I'm told I can't go pisses me off. Maybe <laughs> it's a trick. They go, you know, we we know Dumps players don't want to go to this, so let's tell him he's not invited, so he'll want to go. you got to go in with your guns a blazing, man. No. Blow this place up. <laughs> How drunk are you? What the fuck are you talking about? You're Take it down. So, Bring down the establishment. You're not so kidding. Matrix already. style, man. Blow this place to hell. You gotta learn, son. <laughs> Alright, you two shut the hell up. 
I'm not drunk. All right? That's just what came to my mind. I love how the first three words is said off mic, and then he finally presses the button to turn on his mic. Did that happen? <laughs> Revolution will be televised. Plus, somebody's playing my games with Chunky. Yeah. All right, this, by the way, the reason these two are drunk is it's Fat Tuesday, and it's the uh, Fat Tuesday Fat Men Challenge. Where are the fat men at? You should have a beatbox contest. Whoever loses... We'll have to get shaved from the neck down Friday in the open door. What's a beatbox? <laughs> I don't even. I'm glad they said "buh" instead of the other. Stop. Feet. Uh, George and Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hi, uh, J Dubs. I don't think you should take this. I think you should protest. I think uh, you should t- walk in there tomorrow and tell him you quit. And when you do that, I want to drop my resume off because I have several years' experience that I could uh, put to use for you. And here's the thing: he shows just as good a uh, radio voice. James. Why are you attacking me again? You can't Whoa. stop. You. What are you talking about? I'm on your side. My voice is much better than that clown's. He can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller Records. <laughs> what the hell is your problem, right, man? Mike off. <laughs> Mike off. <laughs> John and Daytona, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, one of my exes when, uh, one time she really hated fishing, but on this one particular time I said she couldn't go fishing. And she pitched the bitch. I finally got tired of fucking hearing it. Oh, you can't say that, bro. I can't swear. What makes you think you could even begin to drop that word? <laughs> Immoron. <laughs> All right. Dubs, let's take a break. Come back. Let's give away some pride. Okay. Hideout door prize blowout. What's tonight's game, Tommy Bateman? Old school jam challenge with Hefe. All right, old school oh, jam. I'm being left out again. Okay, nice to see how this. Uh, all right, this th- we'll do old school jams with Dubs. No. I don't think again dubs- another thing that uh, would be better suited for you. How does this work, Tommy? It's basically just like the hair metal game. It's uh, I play a song and you go against a listener on who can get three right first. All right, so okay, perfect. And so it's hair, it's um, not hair bands, but old school jams. Yeah, like ninety two through like ninety six area. Oh, nice. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Call now, be a winner with the Hideout on Real Radio one zero four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. Time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. It's the Old School Jam Challenge with me, El Hefe. Coming up, another chance for you to get qualified for the five hundred dollars and. Gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. All right, Tommy Bateman, so how is the game going to work one more time? I'm going to play a song, and uh, you're going to go against a listener, and whoever can name three first wins. So whoever gets to three first. Yes, and the listener goes first as uh, what you did to me during my game. (laughs) If they get it it wrong, do I have a chance to uh, guess it? To steal? Yes, and you know what's annoying about these songs I notice is that a lot of them always want to say the artist's name in the song. Like, yeah, this is so-and-so I, coming be- with, at you with, and then the name of the song. So some people might get a few easy answers here. I like, uh, like I love this era of music, but I don't know how good I am at remembering specifics. I have a feeling you're going to just wipe the board with everyone. Mm, really? All right. I well, hope you don't, just because if I ever lose Hammond, I can say, hey, you lost first. True. So somebody please beat him, please. <laughs> right, let's go to Sean in Orlando. Sean, you're first up. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. You know old school jams uh, like R&B from the 90s? Oh, yeah, no problem. All right, here we go. All right, name this song. You know it, Sean? 
crap. That's Warren G and Nate Dog. Um, hold on a second. Um, Warren G and Nate Dog with uh. I'm sorry, California, I'm not sure, California Dreaming, I think? No, it's not them, I'm sorry. Right, do I get a chance to steal? Yes, you do. You have to get this. Oh, okay, never mind, yeah. It's, okay, um... It's the same music. It's, it's SWV. It's not... Same background music. Who is it? It's Adina Howard. Yeah. Oh, Freak Like Me, damn it! Oh, she, that she, one. Background tones. she went Christian after that. I don't, I don't even think I would have come close to even guessing that one. All That's right. All right, we may be, all right you, how many chances do they get before we move on to somebody else? We have we have like 15 or 16 of these, so we can uh, we can do three, and if they don't get any, then, then we'll move on. on to the next yeah. person. All right. All right, now this is yours, Hefe. If, they get, if we go through three and they don't get any points. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go, Sean. Right. No, this is yours, Hefe. You okay. go first. All right. Come on. You don't know this one? I know the I know the art I know the artist I know. Uh, all right, color me bad. I want to sex you up. And we have the first point for Hefe. Nice. All right, Sean. This one's in your court. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. I can't even hear it. You can give it a second, man. Oh. This is uh uh. Uh, that boy, that first major boy band. Hold on a second. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Come this on, is, uh, Sean. Billy, Billy Vanilli? Yeah, what song, though? Oh, I can't, I can't Billy. Hold on a second. All right, you got five seconds. This is crap. I, I don't know. I don't know the name of the song. Billy Vanilli, Blame It on the Rain? Blame It on the Rain. No. Damn! Not Blame It on the Rain. Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You. Oh! The other beautiful hit from Millie Vanilli. Yeah. I knew it was Millie Vanilli. I didn't know. All right, that was a good call. All right, here we go. I, I Obviously, I'm awful at this. I'm not as good as I thought I was. All right, Sean. All right, this is mine. Uh, no, it's uh, Sean's. Cause... Yeah. No, he I, just okay. had his. No, yeah. it's all, mine. Right, all right, fine. Whatever. It's mine. I don't care. Name yeah. this song. Arrested Development, Tennessee. Nope. No. If you had just given it a second. What the hell? Oh, no. What, what is that? Sean, no. can Sean. you name this Sean, song? Sean, you can steal. I can't. Damn it. Oh, I don't even. I can't. I can't believe it. Come on. Uh, he doesn't know it. Do we want to move it's on to the. It's from 92. It's from 92. I can't. I, I don't know the song. Damn, I went too fast. Yes. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, let's move on to the next person. Sean, he didn't have a chance. All right, Erica, do you know this one for the steal? Eric, you can hear it. Oh, God, I'm going to hear the hook. Hold on. You can't no, go that long. Okay, I don't know it then. It's Arrested Development. Mr. Uh, Wendell. Mr. Wendell. Oh. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I get two more chances, though, right? Yeah, you're, now this one's yours. This one's officially yours. Here we go. Okay. Do you know it? I know it, but I don't. It's on the my tongue. I don't know it. You gotta take it from me. It's Diggable Planets, right? What? Diggable Planets. 
I don't know who it is. Oh, oh upside your head? I don't know. No. No, I don't know it. Craig Mack, flavor in your ear. Oh. Featuring oh. Buster Rhymes. All right, how about this? I'm off with this game. Matt knows it. Let's have Matt play it instead. Okay, me and Matt. All right, Erica, all right, here's, then we're starting over. Here's, uh, here's can Matt. We, can I hear flavoring your ear one more? I love that song. All right, here, this next it's the <laughs> so old school. It, yeah, he is. It's the old school challenge of Matt. Right. I'm, not, I'm just not good enough with the names. <laughs> Who's going first? Matt's a genius. It's Matt, with it. All right, it's Matt. Here we go. Hefe, you should have stayed in the game. Matt? Guardy by nature, OPP. All right, that's the one for Matt. Very good, Matt. All right, here we go, Erica. Here's your next one. Okay. That is, um... Oh, okay, I know. Give me a second. Blackstreet, and the song is, um, Before You Say Goodnight, or Before You Go, or Before You Leave, or I Can't Let You Leave, I, I said, know it's Blackstreet, I know it. I, I said give it to her. That's not the name of the song. What's the name no, of the song? Is it close? It's, um, Before I Let You Go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll give it to her on that one, Eric. I'll give that she one. She was too. sniffing around along enough. Yeah, it was close, and I remember that one, too. I wouldn't have gotten that. Good call, Blackstreet. All right, so it's tied up now. How about the first one to two? That's fine. All right, here we go. Here's the next one from Matt. Domino sweet potato pie. And Matt's got another one. Oh, I'm sorry, Erica. I love this song. All right, we got to start coming back with more of these. That's why I haven't put them in the system yet, because I wanted to play the game. All right, this is great. The old school jam challenge. We went from me to Matt Albert because I just don't know enough of the names. I love every single one of these songs. I'm just not good with names. Let's go to uh, another lady first in the hideout, Tracy in Orlando. Are you any good at this, Tracy? Oh, uh, I've I've gotten like the first few so far. So uh, all right, here we go, Tracy. Hi. Uh, all right, you're first, sweetie. All right, Chase. Here we go. First one oh. to two wins. Oh, I guess all that right. one wasn't queued up yet. Huh? No. Okay, I guess we'll go to number one. Do you know it, Tracy? I'm here. I'm listening. I know it. Now I know it. It's easier than the pressure's off you. Yeah, it is. Okay, every little step she takes. Uh, 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 every little move she makes. Is that kind of part of it? Yeah, but who does it? Is it Bobby Brown? Yes. That's it. Good job, Tracy. Hell yeah. All right, Tracy. Here's the next one. Yeah, Bobby Brown, every little step. Oh, yeah. I love this CD or tape. (laughs) All right, here's the next one from Matt. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Never mind, we screwed that up. Chunks. Good, because I didn't Chunks know that one. Chunks is drunk <laughs> again. Yeah, all right, this one's for, this is actually Matt's anyway. I know this one. R. Kelly Bump Grind. Very good, Matt. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, Tracy, if you get this one right, you win, all right? Because it's first one to two. But Matt could steal it from you. All right. It's so funny how I get taken out and now the pressure's off. Yeah, that's that's how I feel when I'm playing the other games, like with the wrestling stuff and everything. Once the pressure's off, it's a lot easier. All right. These are the last two here. All right, here we go. 
Oh. I show you if I ever fall in love. That's it. Oh yep. yeah. Wow, you got that Thank one quick. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Hold on, Tracy, you're a winner. How, by the way, how old are you, Tracy? I'm 27. Uh, I was born in 79. I used to grow up on this, so. No, exactly. I was about to say, you're right <laughs> in that age range. Thank you, sweetie. Yep. All right, there's a winner for us. Oh, right, we got one. We have one song left? Yeah. All right, here, let's go ahead and uh, do a one and done. Yeah, we'll do one and done. Who gets it first? Who's been holding the longest? Now nah, we'll just see if they know the song. We'll just go to this, the next person that can name this song. Zach and Norman Beach are in the high because I'd like to give out another prize. You ready, Zach? Uh, yep. No, right, here we go. Here we go, Zach. Oh, oh easy. Come on. Stop. Oh, stop. With your body, baby, make you real hot. You know what, Zach? I can't hear it yet. Oh, God. Alright, sorry Zach, we'll move on to the next person who can get this. Actually, I can do one more actually. Well, let's go ahead and do this. Bobby and or, uh, on 95. Do you know the name of this one? I, I can't even hear it. Get this. I thought this was the easiest one. Yeah. Well, we use it for a lot of stuff. Hank Money in uh, Eustace. You got the name of this one? I uh, don't know it, man. Oh. <laughs> wow. As a black man, you didn't know this. Dominican Tony, you got this one? Hey, isn't that uh, Let Me Lick You Up and Down by Silk? That's not the name no. of the song, though. The artist is correct. Wookie X in Merritt Island. What's up, Wookie? Hey, what's going on, man? It's I think he had it. I think he had it. Freak me by Silk. You're a winner. Hold on. I could tell that's what he was going to say. I heard freak me. I'm so mad. I bowed out too early. You're right. Actually, let me do one more. Let me cue this up see if you know this Oh, you want to go between me and Matt on this one? Sure. I think Matt will... I don't know. I think Matt might get it first, depending how drunk he is. I have to cue this one up real quick. All right. No problem. So hi down on Real Radio 104.1. Coming up right after this, we'll get you qualified again for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. There's something about that Freak Me song. It just stands the test of time. Yeah. No matter when you hear it, you just want to sing it. They should play that in clubs. Like It's a black the free bird. It's close. <laughs> black free bird. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> go. Right, Onyx Slam. Popped it. I don't know. I think Hefe had that one. I think oh, I did, too. That was me. I think Hefe that had that me. one. All right, we're going to another one. Uh, can record it. Can you go back to the tape recorder? See if you can get that real fast. That set was got to be some trying to be I had loud as me. You can't do that. I had the CD, but it was like when I couldn't afford full CD, so I just put a single. You know when you used to do that? Let's go to the tape. Chunks is pointing at me. Oh I think he started Onyx first, but I think I got Slam out first. Yeah. Here, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Go. Right, Onyx Slam! Popped it! That was me. I think, I think oh. Matt beat yeah. me. Yeah. Damn it. Good job, dude. <laughs> Thanks, bro. That was a fun game. I like that one a lot. Do we have more? Do you have more of those old school jams? To play or... Yeah, I, I actually even have a few more that I are on a different CD that I pull out. I have like three more. 
Oh, come on. I feel like we should just play them. Yeah, come on. Like, just do a half hour old school jams. <laughs> Tonight? Make Why up not? for it. Make up for it. Whatever. It's been a long time. It's real radio. We can do whatever we want. Shouldn't have left you. Wookie X1, by the way. Without a dope beat to step two. Step two. Step two. All right, give me a couple others real fast, Tommy Bats. That was when music was good. And yes, I sound old. Whippersnapper. <laughs> 28. <laughs> and I'm talking about how when music was uh, good. You were out of high school before I got into it. Was I? Yeah, you're old. <laughs> you were out of high school for three years before I got into high school. Hmm. Wow. That's odd to think about. I'm 28, though. <laughs> Keep holding on to that. <laughs> All, right. All right, Matt. Look at you, you, you fat, balding, graying virgin. You're balding, too. I lived, I lived, but here's the thing. I lived more life by the age of 21 than you could have ever imagined. You've sat in a room for the last three years. And you're holding on to that, Mr. Baseball Dreams. Yeah, be proud of that. Be proud of that. You fat bastard can't even bang a 17-year-old. Someone's getting <laughs> angry. Someone's getting angry. Because you're a loser. You're you just love, mad, I, you're just you mad love, I took over your game. And you love calling people out because you're a loser. And it's the only thing you have. Yes, exactly. All right. <laughs> it is. It pisses me off. That's why no one likes you. I know. All right. Which one of you stallions can name this song first? <laughs> H-Town knocking boots. Yeah. Wow. Oh, give me the next one. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Ready? Go. Janet Jackson if. Ooh. Wow. Damn. You got that on the guitar riff? Damn. <laughs> I just remember, to Ooh. me, this is one of the hottest Mo. songs ever. Dude, it's a chick talking about how she'd want to bang. I'm just saying it. off the guitar riff. If you let it go a few seconds, you got it. I would have. Uh, no, I remember. I was it. like, ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I we finally got... do good. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. And this one is an easy one, so it'll just be whoever can get it out faster. All right. Chris uh, Rush Jump. Damn! I was on the verge of saying another bad creation. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, real hot. Now you should have played, uh. What was that? I missed the bus? Their other hit? That wasn't a hit, was it? <laughs> I don't know. I listened to it on the CD I had of it. Play some Shaq Fu. Joe to see. Can't touch this. MC Hammer can't touch this. I thought I had another crisscross song. Guess not. Alright, let's take a break. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, congratulations to Christina Higgs for Lando, the latest qualifier. Poison Bubba DeVoe. Got of it. the uh, $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Oh, boy. 407 Dubs, are we getting old, man? I think so. When when you start looking back that nostalgically, that music, it starts to become that point of, oof. You know what's funny, though, is that I don't look back, like, thinking, man, those were great days. I just... That, I just... that was great music, though. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. And it was better when I was a kid than what these kids have to grow up with now. Let me lick you up and down. Till you say stop... Yeah, Freak Me should be in constant rotation. Mm-hmm. It will be. I just couldn't give it away. We were going to know that one anyway. 
apparently not. Not the fans. Yeah, yeah the listeners didn't know it right away. That was probably the hardest one for them to get. Yeah, you and I would always use that as a mood setter, wherever, even, all the way going back to Michigan. But I, that was another CD I had as, as a kid. Right. So, like, it, that was one of the few of them that, like, I actually owned and I knew right away. By the way, we're in the middle of the Fat Tuesday Fat Man Drinking Challenge between Matt Albert and Chunks, drinking a uh, shot of tequila every 15 minutes. It's of El Toro, $13 tequila. Whoever loses, taps out, throws up first. By the way, drive responsibly. They both have rides home. Mm-hmm. Whoever loses will end up having to get their body shaved from their head, from their neck down. Until they say stop. By the way, Massage Girl Kimmy has volunteered to do the shaving. Oh. So she will do it at the open door this Friday. I love her. She's fantastic. Too bad She's you didn't, for punishment. didn't leave her on your list of top heretics. Yeah. Well, we were just in the, always in the mode of talking about, you know. Uh-huh. It's kind of rude. And you you <laughs> contend that Bong Swat, and by the way, you left him off, her off first. You say Bong Swat's top heretic? Yeah. 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 It's Definitely. hard for me to argue. He's good. He and got I, his gigs at places. That's true. And he spreads re- the word. Him and Misfit Man are like neck and neck. Is I that- remember, too, when he came in and he did the uh, the bit uh, to push his band. Yeah, I mean, he came in here ready for content on top of us talking about his band. And it was a great segment, too. So. And, and his chick ate that tongue with Tuttle. Yep. Oh, that's right. And she's awesome, too. She's kind of hot, too. Uh, Jesse and Holy Not that Hill. I noticed, though. You're in a hideout on the radio. What's up, Jesse? Hey, what's going on, man? What you got? Um, I was walking down Daytona one day, and, um, I saw this guy. Um, he said he was a serial killer. His name was Brian Pepper. Oh, really? mm. Brian Peppers? Yeah, Brian Peppers apparently is the Daytona serial killer. Now, all right, let me give you the details in this story real fast, Dubs. Because for some reason, I have a fascination with serial killers. I honestly think it's because of you and Chafee. Yeah, we'd always be watching the movies and uh, the videos and all that kind of stuff. But it's always interesting to try to get in the mind of these people and figure out why. Our FBI agents are now assisting Daytona Beach detectives in investigating the three unsolved homicides they say were probably committed by the same person. Is there a pattern that led them to this? Or aren't they not letting that one out? I don't think they're giving out the pattern. Yeah. All women, though. Um, the Iwana Patton, Julie Green, and Laquetta Gunther. Uh, so three women in just about three months. That's his first mistake. Those are not movie names. Yeah, you're right. If he wants a movie about them. Isn't it odd to think, like, kind of in town, there could be a serial killer that maybe is even listening to the show right now? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a freaky thing. And when... We had a serial killer caught in Fowlerville. Like, he he wasn't, like, killing in Fowlerville. He was running from the police, and he ended up at our Best Western. And we had uh, America's Most Wanted in town busting him. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. When was this? No, oh, this is back probably 91, maybe even before. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah, Matt. I had a psycho killer that went to my high school. He uh, killed a psych. He was in a psych ward. And he killed a psychiatrist with a pencil to the temple and to the neck. And, uh, you know, had those rumors that, oh, he's going to come back and totally wipe out the school. And now, was that just an urban legend in Frederick, no, or was that a no, real thing? It actually had, he actually did kill the chick. But that was like the the, uh, the campfire story around the school that yeah. he may come back one day. He killed a couple people before to get into the psych ward, and then he 
killed a psychiatrist for no reason, just a lead pencil right to the temple. All right, Dubs, who's the most prolific serial killer of all time? Oh, definitely the, the most well-known, Charlie Manson. It's hard to... Uh... But he wasn't a serial killer. He's the most, I think, famous, maybe one of the most famous killers or even, like, psychopathic killers. But he didn't, and actually, technically, he didn't kill anybody. He just He's never, he, he said he's killed people. He's only killed, like, one. He's, that doesn't really count. He's admitted to killing people, but, like, they've never really linked him to any murders other than uh, getting these girls in uh, text to go over and kill some people. All right, who's bigger? Um, Ted Bundy or Ed Gein? Bundy. Bundy's killed more. But Ed Gein is the guy that everything is based on. Yeah, but still, Bundy is, like, when you actually look at serial killers, Bundy is the bigger guy. Like, he was the uh, he was the guy who broke out of prison, killed more. You, you just couldn't really, you can't really mess with that. Now, above that, I would, uh, I would throw probably, just for style points, um, maybe a... Uh, why? Why? What's with the, the, a lot of the gay stuff, like with the Dahmer? Yeah, a lot of times it comes out of gay rage. Maybe my. Who's your favorite serial killer? Gacy. Yeah, I was gonna say Gacy too. Gacy has to be a favorite. I love those B movies that they were putting out about all the serial killers. Yeah, the, the gay, the Gein, the uh, Gacy, uh, Dahmer, and uh, Bundy. They had that whole series out. Wasn't Gacy played by Francis from the Pee Wee Herman? Yes. <laughs> oh, he was! Francis! Francis! Sorry, I... <laughs> Yeah, chunks. I know a lot of people don't think of it, but with the sniper that was around D.C. and Maryland that, like, capped all those people count as a serial killer, I mean, that's pretty hardcore. People were weaving. To I, rem- to I just moved to D.C. when it happened. Ah. Uh... Here's the thing about that, though. Here's why I, I understand why some people want to call them serial killers, but now that we're outside D.C., I can talk about it more freely. I don't think you're a serial killer if you don't do it up close. I, I think that's part of the thing about being a serial killer is that you... And serial killers usually get to know their uh, their uh, their victim. victim, and they do it out of something that is inside them to kill. There was an alternative motive. To what the uh, the snipers were doing, they're trying to instill fear. Yeah, yeah, they're more like they're more terrorists. Yeah, I think they're more serial terrorists. killers. So, hideout real radio 104.1. And then they have a reason for doing that. Then we just went to break. No, shut up. It's the did? hideout real radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout real radio 1041 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. They're thinking there's a serial killer in Daytona. And I'm wondering, um, what is it that fascinates us about serial killers, too? Is it, uh, you know, is it one of the things where maybe we've all fantasized about killing somebody, but we've never had the guts? Not even so much the guts, but we've never been to the point where we're thinking, all right, let's just go ahead and do it. I'm willing to throw away everything in my life to take somebody else's. I mean, Tommy Bateman, you, uh, you share the name. Of Patrick Bateman. Yes. Uh, of course, from American Psycho. Best movie ever, except maybe for Napoleon Dynamite. And uh, But what is it, that fascination with killing? And especially serial killers. Because I know at any time I'm flipping through television shows, 
or channels and I see something on a serial killer, whether it be a movie or a documentary, I have to watch it. Because it's frightening because it's not some it's guy a- that's in a movie that is wearing a mask. It's somebody that you probably passed on the street before. You know, you, it's weird because you've probably passed. How many people do you think you've passed that have actually killed more than one person? I'm sure you pass people uh, every day, at least, to kill, I mean, every day that you are out about. Uh, you've passed one person that's killed someone. Savagely. James and Sanford here in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, what's happening? What you got to do? Hey, first time caller, man. Uh, you're talking about uh, serial killers in uh, history. Uh-huh. Man, Jack the Ripper has to be the most infamous one out there. Well, now, yeah, he was never uh, caught, he was right? up close and personal, ripping him apart. Now, it, is that even real, though, the Jack the Ripper thing? Did that happen? That yeah. happened, but they never caught the guy and everything. Wasn't it during the, the plague? Uh, like no, 1700s. late 1890s, 1890s, early 1900s. And the BTK killer is another one of these that just kind of came out, and he was your average dude in the neighborhood, apparently. Yeah, I mean, he was a part of the, uh, the uh, what, what kind of church was it? Uh, Lutheran Church yeah. in town. Clue. Limo Jim, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Limo Jim? Hey, what's up, hideout? Hey, buddy. Uh, hey, listen, Henry Lee Lucas was uh, uh, was known as the traveling rapist. He would go all over the United States. He confessed to uh, hundreds of murders all over the United States uh, uh, and actually took the uh, police department to where he left his victims and, you know, showed them where they were at. All right, so, so Henry Lee Lucas was known as one of the uh, traveling rapists and uh, one of the biggest murderers of all time. All right, thank you for that one, Limo Jim. Now, I never heard of that one. Is a lot of it, too, with the serial killing... There had like some sort of sexual thing needs to be involved with it to be a true serial killer. Because you think about the quote unquote greats, Bundy, uh, Lucas, um, Dahmer. Dahmer. Who was the other guy? Gacy. Gacy. Gacy Gein. Gacy's thing was he would have these guy these he would recruit these guys by telling them he had a uh, construction company and he would get them to come over and uh, give them oral. And then he would kill him afterwards because he was mad that he got oral from a dude. <laughs> Gay rage. <laughs> that one to me, that whole thing, that story is the most fascinating. He was in the JCs. He was a he was a clown, like as a as a side gig. And he, he got, also painted. And he got oral from guys. Very active politically too. And boys, and that's what he ended up hating, and that's why he killed them. Because he didn't want to admit that he was a gay man. And uh, there was a whole thing about his father in that story and everything, and uh, him always trying to impress his dad, and that was part of the well, reason. Well, sure, getting oral from a dude will impress your father. Well, that's why he needed to kill him, because he didn't want to uh, you know, li- live in disgrace of his dad. I'm sure he's proud now. <laughs> Look, no hands. <laughs> Do you think it holds true, you know, how most serial killers, like, they, they say they don't know what they're doing when they do it? Do you think that's true, or do you think they're just making that up? No, I'm sure there's a, a level of disconnectedness they feel when they're doing it. Well, it was like that lady who was talking about sex yesterday, having sex to, uh, um, on Oprah, mm-hmm. and how she feels no connection whatsoever. She's completely disconnected from the act, and she just kind of goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, like, an out-of-body experience like that, too? Or any sort of out-of-body experience? Like uh, you're almost looking at yourself doing something? Yeah. I think any time you're through anything traumatic, it kind of feels like that. 
like if you're ever in a car accident or anything like that, a lot of times that stuff slows down for you. You can't stop it or anything, and it's not something you're actually doing. But when you're in anything high stress or traumatic, it becomes something like that. Mary in New Smyrna, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mary? Hi, I was calling. Um, there's the Hillside Strangler out in California. Was Panic he? Bianchi. Oh, okay. Now that's different from uh, Ramirez, right? Who was the Night Stalker? Night Stalker. Right. There were actually it was Kenneth Bianchi and his cousin, but he from my hometown. <laughs> now, Bragger. Do you uh, now do you do you count them if they have a partner? It's, well, yeah. they were both doing it at one point. So are they? Can you really consider them serial killers, or is that just kind of like a Bonnie I, and Clyde thing? I, I think it. it I, I think it's a, still a serial killer thing if it fits into the criteria, even if there are two of them. I call them boys being boys. <laughs> Friends sharing friendships. Luke and Sanford, you're in the hideout of Rogue Radio. What's up, Luke? Hey, man. I had to tell you guys about the absolute best serial killer ever. This guy is the, like, cartoon supervillain super of bad guys. Who's that? H.H. H. Holmes. He was uh, about the same time as Jack the Ripper, a little bit later, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Anyways. Um, he actually set up an entire mansion in Chicago dedicated to killing. He actually built uh, bedrooms that could be sealed off and filled with poison gas, concealed flamethrowers in the walls. He even just the whole like madhouse going. What? Just the whole, like a whole funhouse type thing going for himself. Yeah, exactly, man. And like he even built a concealed basement for disposing of the bodies. Right, like I, with like lie and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of H. H. Holmes. Alright, I'm gonna look that one up, Luke. Thank you, bro. I just need house plans for that. They sell the floor plans? Hmm. How much does something like that cost? Tom, you really like serial killers. No, not at all. <laughs> now it's odd when you look at these serial killers and like pictures of them and everything, you look at them and you're like, Of course he's a serial killer, look at him. Alright, they say yeah, H. H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. Dr. Death, Murder Castle, H.H. H. Holmes. Oh, my. John Stossel, better watch out. <laughs> There's a uh, serial killer named Albert Fitch. I think he happened in, like, 1920s, 1930s. He used to specialize in killing, like, little girls. And when they, uh, I think when they gave him the autopsy, they found, like, 50 nails pounded on his crotch. Yes! I do. Was that Fish? Yeah, Albert Fish. All right, hold on. Let me look out. I- I'm telling you, for some reason, though, there's like this... Go to CrimeLibrary.com. All right, Albert Fish. Hold on. I've got a uh, stat sent to me. I don't know if this is true or not. They say he's the real-life Hannibal, uh, Hannibal Lecter. I got this stat in front of me. I don't know if it's real or not, but the FBI estimates that any given time uh, in the USA, there may be 35 to 100 serial killers out there. We think about how many there are 250 million people. Mm-hmm. 300 not, million. Uh, three, it's up to 300 million now. Yeah. Of course there I are. I got some work to do tonight. <laughs> One of them works in the hideout. Cut down those numbers. What chunks? Do you think everyone, like in the world, has the ability to be a serial killer? I mean, because we're fascinated with films like Hostel, and if we see a special about a serial killer, we really get into it. Do you think that reflects maybe upon like a deeper humanistic need to actually kill people? <sighs> No, I think it. I think it kind of helps out these serial killers becoming superstars like they want to be. But uh, that's the thing. If you want to be known, if you want to be a household name, all you got to do is kill a lot of people in a weird way. 
and and you'll <laughs> and, and you'll get and you will you'll be I mean everybody knows the name Howard Fish or Jeffrey Dahmer or Gacy or who knows once they catch if this guy's a serial killer in Daytona that guy too. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Serial killers on the agenda. They say there may be one in Daytona. And if you're in Daytona, man, how are you reacting to that? Yeah. Especially if you're in the profile of what essentially seems to be it's middle-aged women. I don't know how much more there is about that. Yeah, Matt Albert. I'm kind of a paranoid person. And, uh... Whenever you hear about, like, a killer on the loose, do you ever think about, if he got into my house, what am I going to do? What am I going to reach for? What am I going to, like, what room am I going to go to to defeat this guy? I always have a plan of action wherever I am. Really? I definitely do that. I always have an out, whether I'm driving, whether I'm in the studio. I always have a plan of action. If something happens, how would I escape? All right, tell me what you're thinking right now, being in the studio. What plan of action are you thinking about right now for what situation? Um, the situation that normally comes to mind first is if someone barges in through the door behind me mm-hmm. and what I would do from there. And what would you do? More than likely, what I would do immediately is grab something within reach to throw at them. Matt screen? Arm. Computer screen, maybe? Uh, I mean, a lot of this stuff is bolted down, so maybe this pen thing. I mean, it's not anything that's going to stop them, but it's something to distract. And then I bolt for that door. And into the uh, main office area where they can't get in without the key. What I do, I just grab one of these big pieces of equipment and block my head. Just so I have a fighting shot. If I get shot in the face, probably not going to live. Shot in the body, I have a better shot. See, in the apartment, I have a couple of bats where I can reach. And I can pretty much defend myself from that. But when I'm here, I think I really don't have anywhere to go because I don't have a key. So I just charge. Right. That's when I, when I get scared, I'll just charge the hell out of you. No, he just come back here and go Gibbs key. Like <laughs> <he always> <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah, chunks. You should just fix this and have management install um, six-inch bulletproof glass. Do the lady thing? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Absolutely. Although, they didn't stop people from shooting at, double, uh, shooting at WJFK when we were there. Have containers to go number one in. <laughs> Carrie in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Carrie? I see that all the time. Um, I was just calling uh, to clarify how... Those who have more more than one victim are classified between either a serial killer, a mass murderer, or a spree killer. All right, real fast. Okay, spree killers are someone like the Washington, D.C. snipers. Kill more than one victim, but it's a criminal episode. Mass murderers are those who are like terrorists or even you could consider Columbine a mass murder situation. And serial killers are those who have more than one victim that happen in a series which has some sort of signature link to it. Not necessarily sexual in nature, but is a part of a series. Uh, where'd you learn this? Because that seems to be, I mean, that makes sense. Would you take that um, in school or something or what? Yeah, I've taken um, ser- serial murder classes at UCF. They have those at UCF? Yeah. Ooh, I need to take one yeah, of those. I just want to go sign up like for a that. how-to course? <laughs> I'm sure I'm people could use it for that. Uh, what 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 major is that in? Like sociology well, or anthropology or? It's in the forensic science major. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I work for a criminal defense firm. Okay. And we handle homicides, and so I felt it was an important class to take to understand. All right, that's cool. All right, thank you, thank uh, you very much, Carrie. Are they looking for adjunct professors? <laughs> uh, Tommy Bateman would like to teach your lab. Do they give tenure? Maybe. What kind of health benefits? <laughs> Better than, well, I'm just going to stop. I don't have any. Uh, well, okay. Stan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stan? 
Hey, what's going on, man? Good hey, uh, I uh, was just going to kind of comment along the same line. People are interested in serial killers because they want to figure out the profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, serial killers have an addiction. They have something that they get out of killing people and people of certain this or that. Um, you know, and so it's trying to figure out that profile. Of, oh, am I going to be a, a victim or, you know, do they like fat hairy guys like Chunk? You know, uh, you know, I mean, what things like that. Yeah, getting uh, back in, uh, in life. And everybody likes to uh, put together puzzles, you know. Grandma likes to put together puzzles of cows. I like to put together puzzles of what puts together a serial killer, you know. Like, uh, you like to try to figure it out for yourself. All right, Tony out of Universal Studios. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm getting ready to head over here to Pedal Brian's and hang out with the monsters for a little bit. Oh, nice. yes, tell everybody we said hi. Don't forget Drunky also, too, tonight at, uh, at Mako's. Over at Mako's, that's right. Hey, uh, me and my buddies were just talking about this at work the other day, and there's a coincidence with the big serial killers. If you go by the guys and, like, how we know them in the media and everything, their names all have 15 letters in them, all the big-name serial killers. All right, all the big ones. All right, so throw out some of the, the names, then. Jeffrey Dahmer. Gacy? Uh, oh, wait. That John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. You go Charles Manson. You got Ted Bundy. Now, Ted Bundy, there's a twist, but I told my buddies his real name is Theodore. Richard Ramirez. Where's All right, but what's his middle name? They probably have to has to include the middle names, though. Well, the thing is, you think about the middle names, that's all the guys that did the assassination. Every time somebody assassinates a president, they got three names. Or mm-hmm. they do an assassination attempt. They got three names. They use all three of their names. Well, here's the thing about that, Tony, and that's a common misconception that serial killers or mass murderers all go by their three names. That's what the media does. The media does that so that, let's say you have a John Gacy, all right? Well, there could be a lot of John Gacy's out there, so they, they single out that John Gacy by using their middle name. So it's John Wayne Gacy, and that's where that's where a lot of times... You know, you'll uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. They use the three names more as a as a media thing than anything else. And that person just kind of ruins that name for yeah. anybody that has anybody it. Want, <laughs> that wants to name their kid uh, after the like anything like yeah. your grandpa Lee. They can't do it now. It's like that Seinfeld episode yeah. where Elaine was dating the guy Mike with, Rippin or something like that. Kyle Rifkin. Yeah, Mike Kyle Rifkin. And then everywhere she went, they're like, "Hey, it's Kyle Rifkin," and then she would be all embarrassed because everyone would start flipping out. That was pointless. <laughs> Who's Kyle Rifkin? I just didn't get it because I don't know who he is. I don't think he was a real serial killer. I think it was just on the show. Yeah. There was oh, okay. a serial killer in New York named Kyle Rifkin, and so every time they would go out, like they were at a baseball game, like Kyle Rifkin, please come to whatever, and <laughs> she, oh no, he's not the yeah, serial okay, I remember that now. It was a funny thing they did. Absinthe Coleman, Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, well, uh, you were talking about uh, movies that uh, follow the stories of serial killers, and one of them's coming out this year about the Zodiac Killer, who would actually uh, kill and then write letters in code taunting the San Francisco Police Department. And uh, actually, this movie is going to be starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr., so this promises to be interesting. Wow, he has a gay uh, connection to anything he does, doesn't he? Oh, man. San Francisco, oh, now man. You know, he had broke back. That's uh, his new thing. All right, thank you, Absent. Wish I knew how to kill you. <laughs> That fruit bag. Right, how drunk are you two with the uh, You're Fat in- Tuesday Fat Men uh, drinking challenge? I'd say Miley Buzz. The best. You're one minute away from taking another. Is anyone near throwing up? I'm near getting headlines. Or uh, tapping the- out? No, nah, I'm good. Are you even drunk, Matt? I'm t- My stomach's a little weird. 
But that I get like that every time I drink alcohol, so I think I'm pretty good. I'm I don't see shit. Mario, man. I don't see him counting to ten. I ain't tapping out. Mario? Who's Mario? He's punch doing out. a Mike Tyson's punch out reference. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah little Mac, yeah. It's like my hippo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, should we up it now to um every ten minutes? Okay. Why the hell not? How about two every fifteen minutes? Every okay. seven and a half then? I'm not good at math. Let's, let's, math. How about a gallon each? Right now. Go. You can't do a gallon in an hour. Oh, it's um, ten. Time to do one. Right. Yeah, you guys go get another one. How about this? Now, we need an out if no one throws up or taps out before the show ends. I say uh, sobriety test. Whoever uh, can pass, like, uh, walking in a straight line, that kind of stuff. That's not a bad angle. I was thinking if they both accomplish it the way that you and SBK threw me under the bus at... um. Mm-hmm. Whatchamacallit at Slow and Low Barbecue? Gibbs gets his entire lower half shaved. I like that. Works for me. So if by 10.50, neither one of them has thrown up or passed out or tapped out... Gibbs G- will be the shavy. Gibbs will get shaved from neck down at the open door by Kimmy the Massage Therapist. Gibbs? You down for that? My legs are hairy. It's going to be a lot of... Lift up your shirt real fast. Shaving. Let's just see where you're at with that. I, he doesn't have, but he's very, he doesn't have much hair on his body, though. That's but, the only problem. But from, uh, like, the legs, the legs are pretty hairy. All right, legs, armpits, arms, it all has to be shaved. Ow! Ow! All right, Tommy's ripping hair out. How'd that one go? Bring in the bottle real fast. Let me see the bottle. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how uh, deep you guys made it. That damn thing. All right, they're halfway through the bottle now. Every 10 minutes? Yeah, let's bump it up to 10 minutes. All right, you know what, Dubs? Maybe we go sobriety test instead of having Gibbs do it. Okay. Why? I, s- I, w- I think because Gibbs isn't very hairy. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> Get, on the mic. Get on the mic, you idiot. You are drunk. I like the idea of going sobriety test. We both, if we both, are, we deserve not to do it. I mean, that's a lot of tequila. Uh, On top of Gibbs, I'll do it, too, if they don't. I'm not very hairy either, but two of us together will make it worth it. We'll equal uh, chunks or me. Mm -hmm. I'll throw myself in the middle of it. Wow, Dub stepping up and being somebody. That's why you should go to these meetings. Hey, what can I say? It's a hideout real radio 104.1. All right, before we get to that audio, Dubs, let's squeeze it in now. Otherwise, I think we won't get to it. Time for Hey Hideout. Your unscreened phone calls, whatever you want to talk about, goes here on the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, 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 Hideout. Come into the Hideout, into the Hideout, into the Hideout. The phone numbers you need are 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's all you for this segment. Then after you want to stay tuned because we'll get you qualified for that uh, $500 in gas money from Shell. Let's go over to a uh, couple people waiting patiently. Jason and Lockhart, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? What's up? First time caller. Love your show. Appreciate it. Got one for you for most prolific serial killer. Look up a guy called Pedro Lopez, the monster of the Andes. Right. Now, is that the, is that the guy from uh, South America that I guess just did some insane yeah. killing? Oh, I've yeah. never heard of him. Rumored he did about 400 kills at least. Yeah, I've, wow. I've heard. I didn't know that was his name, but I had heard of a South American guy who was it's, just uh, over the top. 
It's he, on CrimeLibrary.com. They convicted him on at least 100 counts. Damn. But they have found, they're looking for more time passes. He was very prolific during the 70s and 80s. Okay, right on, Jason. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, Not a problem. Take it easy. I'm wondering what makes some of these guys catch on more than others, like he's like the Dahmers, like all those uh, people. When it seems like there's a lot of big name, uh, big uh, act people out there that have done more than maybe a, a Gacy or a Dahmer. Well, we don't like to glorify people who aren't Americans. True, true. We need a nice American serial killer to look at. Yeah, Matt. See, the thing about Petro Lopez, he was he based mainly in Peru and Ecuador, and he would go to these mountain villages, you know, mainly Indians, really don't have any way of communication outside, and he'd just pick off a kid. And, you know, when you have a kid missing up there, who are you going to go to? There's really no police. Right. So he just took one, and he would just travel all through the Andes or... Wherever down there. Damn. All right. 407 You're on screen. Phone calls here in a hideout. Tyrone and Sanford, you're, you're next up. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, what's up, man? I'm just calling about another one of these guys from a serial killing. Mm-hmm. There's this guy in England. Uh, he like he got caught killing somebody before, and they convicted him. He was in, uh, I guess, their prison for like three years. And then he got out, and he's still infatuated with killing people. So he put a newspaper ad out uh, for people that wanted to be killed and, like, 17 people responded to the newspaper ad, and then they didn't wind up catching them until like five years later again. But they couldn't; they weren't sure if they, they can convict them for it because the people actually responded to the ads. Now, wasn't well, there? Th- there was also the guy in Germany who uh, put out the ad he wanted to eat human flesh. The Rottenberg guy. Yeah, he uh, like a guy came over. The guy, uh, the uh, cannibal, ate the guy's penis. Uh, along with all these other parts of his body, while the guy was still alive watching him. Mm. It was his junk, right? Mm-hmm. That's a one-time fetish, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't even... That's a whole other thing you could do. <laughs> they, they had a hard time uh, getting uh, a lot of time on him. I think he only went in for seven years. Is that right? I, I can't remember. It's like something like seven years well, we because it was uh, assisted suicide, which is not technically illegal, but cannibalism is. We um We interviewed... The author of like that book, Lois Jones. Lois Jones, that's right. I remember her, hot. and she was hot. <laughs> yeah, she was. Or at least her voice was. Yeah. We never found pictures of her, did we? Nope. She was English, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. EJ from the U, you're in the hideout. What's up, EJ? Hey, first off, we're explaining the Seminole Chuck needs to cut that crap out. I'm gonna have to come down there. Well, that's because uh, chunks. I know because of uh, chunks messing up words. Yeah. Speaking in Cherokee. Mm-hmm. But still, it angers me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, what do you got? Also, uh, have you talked about Ed Gein yet? Yeah, Ed Gein is the big one. He's the guy that based um, on Psycho, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, even um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Like every real big movie's based on Ed Gein. Um, and yeah, he was just messed up. We were talking with Bong Swap Matt about that uh, earlier this afternoon out at Joe's Crab Shack. Great uh, lunch conversation. <laughs> but just just about how Ed Gein. Had so many mother issues and would dig up people. Yeah, he was insane, EJ. Fun fact, Ed Gein died on my exact birth date. Oh, really? Yeah. Slow out there. So you... I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat with you, my friend. Screw them. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're the reincarnate of uh, Gein? I got issues. Yeah, you do. I'll kill a, I'll kill a bitch. What does that mean? <laughs> hey, it's time to drink again. Where's yeah. Chunks? Did Chunks go pass out? Cause I, I would throw a stipulation in there if he doesn't get back 
in a minute and a half. Yeah, you better track down chunks because you got a drink. Serial killer and pine in the hideout. Huh? Too late. He said he's gonna emasculate Chunks. I think Chunks' is, uh, bitch boobs does that. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, Not really. I hate you. Brian in Orlando, you're next up in Hey Hideout, unscreen phone calls, whatever you want. What you got, Brian? Uh, do you guys play poker? I do, I just picked it up. I just picked up poker. I was learning from my family. And I, I, I guess I realized, uh, I've been, I learned Texas Hold'em. I didn't even <laughs> learn regular poker, I just learned Texas Hold'em. Well, you know, like when you guys you guys start up your show at seven o'clock now. There's a uh, right around the corner right there in Altamont. They play start a tournament at seven o'clock, like twice a week. Yeah, see, man, I that's the only thing is that everyone plays poker while it's we're a, on the air. It's a night thing. So you I can c- do like a, a like a your show from there. I would love to at some point. I want to I want to get better. Uh, thank you, Brian. I want to get better at poker first. But I actually got into it because my little brothers were always playing it. And then I got into it, and now I'm all, all of a sudden I'm, I need some friends to play with. But I'm not to the point where I'm comfortable playing with money. Yeah, it, well, I don't, you don't seem like the person who'd ever get to that point where he wants to throw down some uh, good money on it. You seem like, uh, I would, uh, you know, I, I want to play, have fun, but I don't want to lose my ass over I it. would like someone who has some chips. And then we get some beers and some pizza, and we're hanging out playing poker for the fake money. Mm-hmm. You know, just having a good time, like competitive. Like, whenever you play pickup basketball, you're playing for the competitive uh, nature of it. You're not exactly playing to win money. Why don't we get a hideout thing going? Poker? Yeah. Well, we just got hideout bowling, which is uh, kicking off this Saturday. No, it's- just for the guys on the show. No, just like a little uh, powwow, if you will. Well, we see each other all the time. I'd like to make different friends. Ugh. Michael in Orlando, you're in the hideout. I see you constantly. Please, I need a break. Yeah, Michael. Don't break up with me. Yeah, what about Kevin Garland? Who's Kevin Garland? Good center. The serial killer Kevin Garland. What did he do? I don't know him. He's the one that went up and down the East Coast wearing the people's heads as hats. I don't think so. Killed Wally Zerbiak's career? Isn't that from Con Air? Oh, yeah. Garland. No, that was is that from Garland Gar- Green. Is that from Conair? Yes. Wasn't Gar- That's Garland Green. Let me, let me look it up real quick. All right, Kevin Garland. Steve Buscemi is yeah. Garland Green. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about Buscemi. He's always playing serial killers. Drove through three states wearing her head, her head as a hat. Remember when he uh, sat down with the little girl at the, in the desert? I thought for sure he was going to kill her. He didn't? No. He just he came back with a doll, and you saw her playing later. Oh, Joe and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got? Hey, I like the show. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Hey, um... Hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey. Uh, uh, just wanted to ask, does uh, uh, Dubs have marbles in his mouth? Aww. That's I don't nice mean to be one. rude, but I, just, I mean, it's a true false question. You can answer false. Uh, false. That's why he's I mean, not invited. Uh, I don't sit here and run dubs down. He's already had yeah, that tough Garland Green from uh, Steve Buscemi on. Uh, yeah. But uh, that he said Brian Garland. He didn't say Garland Green. He said Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> Brian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Brian Garland. <laughs> What's up, Brian? Hello? Go ahead. No, hey, it's me again. Hey, no, that's, it's free, actually, where they play in Altamont. 
Oh, all right, thank you. <laughs> That's fine. I don't really want to play. Follow-up. I like that. I just wanted to give you more info on the poker, because you seemed disinterested the first time. Come on, Cyrus. <laughs> Cyrus Grissom? <laughs> Cyrus the freaking virus? <laughs> hey, how are these... <laughs> How are we going to do the sober test for these guys? What's a good sober test? Should we get a cop up here? Can we? I mean, is there one available that will come up and do this kind of thing? I think that would be awesome if we did. But then could we somehow get in trouble for that, though? Why? I don't know. I mean, they have rides home. They have rides home. It's completely, you know, uh, contained type situation. This? Why are we doing the sober test? To see who has to get their head shaved or their uh I their neck down. Ty was going to Gibbs. No, that's no good. I don't like that idea. Yeah, Jennifer course. in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jennifer? Hey, there was a guy long time ago that killed eight nurses. Do you remember that guy? Mm-mm. Wasn't that Ted? Bundy? I thought it was. I thought it was six. Yeah, Bundy didn't get a lot of run during this conversation, and he was definitely out there. Didn't he used to work at a suicide hotline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did, and he was considered to be very good looking. Didn't we talk to the lady who uh, was his ex-girlfriend? Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, she worked with him, uh, Ann Rule. Yeah, she Ann Rule. Actually, the same girl who wrote that uh, the cannibal book, right? Yeah. No, that oh, was okay. Lois Jones. Okay. Ann Rule. Well, one was she... a hot young lady. Uh, one was an old bag. Okay. Who was, who was Richard Speck? Oh, maybe Richard Speck was the nurse killer. Was that who it was? I don't know, but I definitely know that name. Or isn't that the producer that killed his Girlfriend? No, that's Arlen Specter. That was Gelman. No, that's no oh. Arlen Specter is the guy from Pennsylvania. He's the senator. Oh no 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 Richard Specter. What's the Specter? There's one of Ri- the- Richard Specter is yeah. the producer. Right. Right now we're all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all- it's rubbing off. <laughs> now we're all. Loaded. Do you think we? Can- all right. See if we can get a cop up here to give a sobriety test to Chunks and Matt and whoever goes to jail first. Crawl Cookie J. Crooked. I think you failed it. I think you just failed the sobriety test. I'd screen these guys and see if they're cops, stupid. Don't just put them up there. See if they're cops, because we got to go to break anyway. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Tep, uh, Jeff Camasai, I'm going to say, of Ocala. The next qualifier and the $500 in gas money from Shell. Time for another shot? Yeah. It stinks in the green room, too, of tequila. We need both of you guys back there. I bet. I, I mean, it's not like a smooth tequila either, so I'm sure there's just that stale rank going on out there. Yeah. By the way, thank you to K-Mike. Phil Spector was the guy who uh, allegedly mm. shot. And it wasn't his girlfriend. I think it was just some chick. Yeah, I think it was his girlfriend. Was it his girlfriend? Lana Clarkson. Uh, he was married to uh, Ronnie Spector from Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. Just like Ronnie sang. Hmm. Um. You guys are a bunch of dorks. You don't know anything cool. I guess not. Jesus. Alright. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And the, we're going to wrap up here in the next 40 minutes. See who, uh, loses the Fat Tuesday Fat Men Challenge. I think they've both already lost at life. And then whoever ends up tapping, throwing up, or passing out. Uh, because they've been drinking tequila all night. Every 15 minutes. Now it's every 10. We'll have to. Chunks, how's it going? How are you feeling, Chunks? Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go work on Henry. Um, he's going to. Uh, what are you doing? We'll have to get their neck shaved. Okay, go do it then. From neck down, shaved. How's it hanging, Matt? Having some trouble? 
Is it getting tougher now? It stings the nostrils. All right, now it's starting to hurt a little bit. Dubs, Michael Brown was the um, head of FEMA mm-hmm. when Hurricane Katrina hit. And if you recall correctly, he ended up getting fired or let go or resigned or whatever. It left, he left the administration badly. Well, he was on um, on television. I believe he was on Today. And basically talking about how the whole thing shook down. Mm-hmm. And not really some uh, very nice things to say about the administration. Very veiled. This uh, surprised me because he seemed like a good soldier. You know? He seemed like, all right, I'm going to take the bumps and I'm not going to bitch. He even talks about that a little bit. Um, he was a good soldier. Then he really started to get run down. Like, mm. th- like they got w- too too far. Once we had somebody to really point to and blame, then everyone started hitting him. And then he started coming back. And I remember he got honorary during the uh, Senate hearings. Mm-hmm. So here's the first. Here's this first Michael Brown talking about if it was a terrorist attack, it'd have been different. The response. I testified before Congress and caught a lot of flack for it, but I still believe it. Had there been a report? that terrorists have blown up the 17th Street Canal, I would have been overwhelmed with resources. Basically saying, you know, because it was a natural disaster, there wasn't much urgency. But if it had been terrorists, we'd have been all over it. Because the administration's been burned on that before, and they don't want to be burned again. So uh, that that's why it would, have, uh, it would have been a bigger response for that. But since it's something they haven't gotten burned on yet, why... Uh, why mess with it? Just send your regular amounts. Now, here's some more uh, from uh, ex-FEMA head Brown. Part of being a presidential appointee is that you have to be willing to fall on the sword for the president of the United States. And clearly I was either, I either fell on the sword or was pushed on the sword. I'll leave that for others to make the judgment. Um, and so I think that I was made the scapegoat in that regard. Most armies, though, really... They never leave their wounded or their dead on the battlefield. And in this case, uh, I'm willing to take the fall for the president, but I wish I hadn't been left on the battlefield. That's uh, and he, reasonable. He seems a little bit like like a scorned lover or mm-hmm. partner. He's like, hey, man, I understand the way it goes. I'm going to catch the flack so you don't. But you could have helped me out just a little bit more instead of really piling on the way you did. Like just you know completely letting me you know take it for so long. I, I would have been out there you know doing my thing, but just you know kind of protect me a little bit. I right, hear some of the, he talks about some of the mistakes they made after it. One of the mistakes that I've owned up to was this whole mentality that exists in Washington D.C. that you get your talking points and by God just stick to your talking points. And what I should have done was gone to the American people and instead of putting my arm around Governor Blanco and talking about how wonderfully things are working, was have told them, this is a disaster of a magnitude that this country has never seen. We are struggling. We're going to do everything that we can to help make this thing better. We're going to call in all the resources. We need your patience and understanding and paint them a realistic picture. You see, I believe that people in D.C., don't believe that the American people can handle the truth. Wow. Is that true? I mean, you hear it time and time again from people from the inside that this is the case. I don't think it's that they don't think the American people can handle the truth. They don't want to tell the American people the truth so they won't be held responsible. Because if the American people know the truth, then people will be held accountable 
No, I think me, handling the truth me, to them means it, handling the truth means I'm going to tell you the truth, but you uh, will look past it, and uh, people can't handle that, so they aren't going to tell it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. And um, there was another interesting thing that he said during that too. I'll play it again. There's something that stuck out to me in there. Another thing, other than the uh, very end. On Tuesday. August 30th, Not, sometime no, in the morning. The, the previous one, yeah. And then we'll play that next one. One of the mistakes that I've owned up to... Oh, the talking points. this whole mentality. And, and see, that's one of the big things. You always hear this all the time about the Democrats don't have a message. What do the Democrats stand for? I'll give it to the Republicans. They have their talking points, and they don't sway from it. And you'll hear it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Key phrases. Uh, flip-flop. Um... Uh, greeted uh, with uh, flowers and candy. Open arms. And, open, yeah. open arms. They'll stick and they'll hit their talking points over and over and over again. They beat you over the head with it. Whereas, you know, you got to fall in with the company line. If you're a Democrat, you're too busy questioning. And you don't sound unified because there are a lot of issues. And the Republicans tend to unify better. All right, here's the next one, too. I think this is the last one on uh, on FEMA. On Tuesday, August 30th, sometime in the morning, there was a secure conference call. And the president takes control of that call and pretty much shuts everybody up and says, I need to hear from Brown right now what's going on. And I remember my first words to him were, Mr. President, my estimate is that 90%, 90% of the population of New Orleans has now been displaced. And there was just that split second of silence and 90 percent yes sir i believe it is that bad that's how bad it is i really thought that would get just the whole mechanism of the federal government to come charging in there are email traffics of my conversations about my fear about this being the big one everyone should have known what we were facing wow so doesn't it sound like he's trying to get his reputation back? I don't blame him. More yeah, than it, anything it, else? If he's telling the truth, I mean, it, I would want my reputation back, too, because it's not like him uh, falling on that sword has really helped him out at all. Because remember, he tried to open up a consulting business afterwards and had a deal with disasters. And that was just laughed at like, look by at this everybody. Guy. You know, where does this guy come off? Opening some sort of a consulting firm. And now you're right. It sounds like he's going to try to um, get away, get out out of this mess he's in, probably for life now. Jeff and Ocali are in the hideout. Hey, guys. First of all, thanks for the uh, chance for the $500 uh, uh, gas card. Oh, you betcha. Well, thank you for being caller seven. Good luck, my friend. Um, I have an idea. If you can't find a cop to give the sobriety test. Mm Mm-hmm. Since uh, Chunks and Matt are so-called professional radio people, huh. why don't you have them do a uh, radio walk with uh, tongue, tr- tongue twisters? Ooh, that is a perfect idea. I, you are genius. Yeah, Jeff, you're fantastic. All right, here's what we need to happen. Good job. Do we have a prize? I hook him up with a prize in addition to that qualification that he got. Tommy, can you find some tongue twisters? All right, we'll find some tongue twisters. They'll read them next. you got to do one more shot. You'll read them next, and do we decide or do we let the listeners decide? You decide. 
I say we decide and... All right, here's what's going to happen. You just walked in. Did you hear that? Do you hear what's going on, Chunks? You're going to do this shot now. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. You guys are going to do tongue twisters. That's going to be the sobriety test. Neither one of them can speak. Normally. It's hard enough for them to read on a regular what mindset. If, what if this is their, um, like, super serum? Yeah, where they can just do anything now. They can, uh, you know, they could read uh, Tale of Two Cities out loud without stumbling. Hamlet. They could do math. They could finally get a 50 on the Wonderlick test. We need to get them on alcohol more often if that's the case. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Alright, J Dubs, here's the way it's gonna work. Um It is Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And um the fat man in the hideout, Chunks and Matt Albert, have been doing a drinking contest. It started out every 20 minutes, then every 15, and now to every 10. How many shots of tequila, El Toro tequila, do you think the two of you had? 20 zillion. <laughs> 20 zillion? And what do you think, Matt? I don't know. Eight? I think you did more than eight. Yeah, yeah it's definitely more than eight. You guys started at eight. Did 10 or 15. I would say 10. At least. Lots of tequila. Now, it was going to be whoever threw up or passed out or um, tapped out first, but we're running short on time. And the stakes were whoever loses has to get their body shaved from the neck down. Well, both of you can drink, apparently. But now we're going to see who does better reading tongue twisters. While being drunk. It's going to come down to this. Then Friday night in the open door, you get shaved by the massage therapist, Kimmy. J-Dubs? Mm-hmm. I've got the uh, tongue twisters in front of me. So do I. You boys ready? Now, will they read each one? As fast as they can. Three times over. Do they th- They do it three times, then we grade them immediately after? Mm-hmm. All right, what, let me see which one you have. Give them page, put page 13 on top. But these are all different, stupid. Alright, well, I don't have the same pages that they do. Gives you stupid moron. Okay. Dubs, what pages do you have? 11 and 12? 11 and 12, that's what I have. Alright, somehow I ended up with 13 and 14. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> See, this is why you should be shaved. You freaking moron. All right, Dubs, you you pick because you have the right one. Okay. All right, I'll give this to Matt Albert and pass pass take one and pass it down. Take one. No, no, no. Actually, here, take both. Pass them down. There you go. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. You guys ready? Here we go. Tongue, hey. tongue twisters here in the hideout. All right. Matt, you go first. You ready? Which one? I'm going to tell you. On Which page 12, Pacific lithograph three times. Are you drunk? Are no, you drunk? I just can't speak. Where is it? Halfway down the page on page 12. Say it three times over. And does Chunks have to repeat, or does he do different ones? Different ones. Okay. Pacific lithograph, Pacific lithograph, Pacific lithograph. 
Not bad. All right, now here's the next one for Chunks. Freshly, <laughs> freshly fried fresh flesh. <laughs> freshly fried fresh flesh, freshly fried fresh flesh, freshly fried fresh flesh. I think they should do the same once. I guess uh, the other one time to practice on his head. That's true. You're right. I, I say that round goes to Matt. Matt wins first round. Come on. <laughs> that was terrible. Yes, man. Well, you got to consider I'm a virgin to, to tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you lost that round right there. No, All right, on. here's the second round. You know, All we had right. two words. I do four. Calm down. That's a lot of syllables, though. Pre-shrunk silk shirts. Where is that? That's uh, that's actually for Chunks. Chunks goes first in this one. Pre-shrunk silk shirts. Yes, say three me? times, yeah. Pre-shrunk silk skirts. Pre-shrunk silk shirts. Pre-shrunk silk shirts. Shulk. I'm retarded anyways, dude. This is ridiculous. All right, hold on. Let's see how it works out for Matt. All right. She sifted thistles through her thistle sifter. All right, Matt. Here we go. She sifted thistles through her thistle sifter. She sifted thistles through her thistle Thistle shift sifter. She sifted thistles through her thistle sifter. All right, that goes to Chunks. Yeah. Oh, come on. That was that close. That round goes to Chunks. But, yeah, he uh, he at least pulled it together at the end there. Dude, i got to finish up Hendry. All right. Is this the last one, then? All right. To see who gets shaved from neck down? Wait, I think Hendry's going to be live tonight. All right, here we go. All right, do they do the same one? For the last one? Sure. Let's try it. All right. I'm going to make it a longer one, okay? <laughs> What's wrong? Can you tell us a page, please, first? Page no. 12. Are you guys looking? Sure, why not? I'm having fun with this. Give me a gift of a grip top sock, a drip drape, ship shape, tip top sock. All right, maybe they just got to say it once. I say twice. All right, hit, you got to say it twice. Sock could be trouble. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. We have a dumb button. All right. Here we go. Uh, Matt, you're first. You're the guest. Give me the gift of a grip top sock, a drip j, a drip drape ship shape tip top sock. Give me the gift of a grip top sock, a drip drape ship shape tip top sock. Wow. All right, one flub, but not too bad. Chunks, step it up. Give me the gift of a grip top sock, a drip drape ship shape tip top sock. Give me the gift of a grip top sock, a drip drape ship shape tip top sock. Ty. Are you there's serious? One, there's one flub in both of them. Can we give it to Gibbs now? I mean, come on. We are seriously overperformed. All right. We I, have killed here. Do we give it to do we go to the callers? I say we go one more. I'll give them a shorter one. They get one and more. And they got to go three. Yeah, three. All right, all right you got to give three. One more. Here we go. Plague bearing Perry dogs. Which? Where is it? Top of page twelve. First one. Plague bearing Perry dogs. I thought it's prairie. It's not prairie, prairie dog. Prairie. <laughs> prairie. All right, here we Plague-bearing go. Plague bearing prairie dogs. Plague bearing prairie dogs. Three times, my friend. Go again. Plague bearing prairie dogs. 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 All right, one off for being a smartass. Yeah, that's one great. Mm. All right, Matt. Plague bearing prairie dogs. Plague bearing prairie dogs. Plague bearing prairie dogs. Right. Jesus Christ! All right, give me one more. Hold that on. was one grade down. Let me see it. Let me see it. D man and Kasimi, you're in the hideout. 
Hey, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I want to let the audience decide. Take a number of uh, calls coming in. Whoever gets the most. All right, what do, where do you vote? Where do you stand, Dan, hey. D-Man? Um, I think Chunk. All right, he's going with Chunks. All right. Wait, winner or loser? Winner or loser. All right, yeah, who's the, the winner? Winner, winner. Winner, right, Chunks. Chunks winner. Okay. 407-916-1041, Star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. All right, here. I'm gonna give me yours real fast, chunks. You found oh, one. What? Yeah, I found one. Ed had edited it. She shifted siftles through her. Give it to me. Give me. Shifter. Give me. Give me your thing. Hurry up, and then we're gonna four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, come here. I'm gonna hand both of you one. In the meantime, I want people to call in just in case we don't get a decision from right here. Yeah, we're gonna try this one. And... Yeah, do it three times. Do not look at it. Turn it over. It's I start. All right. So chunks, you flip yours over. Do it three times without reading it beforehand. Six twin oh. screwed steel steam cruisers. Six twin screwed steel steam cruisers. Six twin screwed steel steam cruisers. Matt, flip it over and read. Is it the same one? Yes. Six twin sc- screwed steel screws. Read it. No. You tap. No, I'm not tapping. This is bullcrap. I did ten shots. We agreed that Gibbs was going to do it. We didn't agree to nothing. Yes, he did. You keep changing rules. I didn't bitch. I will go to the phone calls. Chris, you decide you're in the hideout. Hey, I think uh, Chunks is a big fat liar, and I'm supposed to say hey from Zellwood. Drew, you're in the hideout. Chunks wins. Jimmy Jam, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Chunks, because I hate Matt. Those are the calls. What? Don't start. What do you mean, don't start? Don't yell at me right now. No, this is not the damn time. I don't give a, I give a, the, I don't give a damn what the time is. We're here to entertain. We're here to have a payoff. You wanted to get drunk on air tonight. That's what you wanted to do. Keep growling. I'm not growling. Go ahead, you I'm punk giggling. bitch. You signed up to do something. Oh, You're going to do bitch. it. Yes. I'm a punk you bitch. You cry every time we do I, something for you. Every uh, time. Oh, right. Sick of it. Uh-huh. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the Hideout. Stay tuned. Listening to the Hideout. We'll be right back. Fighting the infected corporate hand that feeds us. They embody the indomitable spirit of youth that really makes you want to buy stuff. Real Radio. 'ing up on a Tuesday night. Where do you go from here? Whatever. Who cares? I'm sick think, of crybabies. I think we should talk it out. 
We can talk it out, but what's to talk out anymore? I'm sick of crybabies on this goddamn show. Keep smiling. Keep smiling. Why sign up for a gig? I'm done with it. I, I hear you. I, you know what? Screw it. We won't do anything entertaining anymore. Don't do that, dude. Don't yell at me through the screen. How dare you? How dare you after everything I've done for you? How dare you? How dare you? I'm not even interested. I said I'll do it. No, I don't care anymore. I don't want it. I'm done with you. I'm done with you, you big crybaby. Every single goddamn time with you. Gonna sit there and try to punch things, you dumbass. After everything I've done. No respect. I'm your goddamn father down here, unfortunately, right now. And you can't get shaved by a pretty girl? Whatever. I'm done with it, man. I'm, every time it's we're pulling teeth trying to do something entertaining because of our own... It's not. It's bad enough we got to fight other external things. Mm-hmm. Now we got to fight within our own show to do stuff. What? A, not interested. I will forget that. What do you think, Dubs? Nah, I agree. I mean, I mean I've, this is what I've been bitching about with chunks with everybody. Every time we want to do something, no one wants to. Uh, if you lose, how long have we been bitch. doing radio? How long have we been doing radio? How long did you do this stuff in on the skank shift uh, when you weren't getting paid? I did it for twenty people. You know, I mean, for for Don and Mike, for Ron and Fez, for this show. Did you ever bitch? You don't get over by being a bitch. Why is Drunky loved? Because he does it. And he's having fun while doing it. Why do some people have issues with Tuttle? But even Tuttle ends up coming through. A lot of the time. But the only ever complaint you ever hear about anybody is when they bitch. You hit the out music whenever we got to go so Henry can hit. I'm sorry there's no payoff. Here's your payoff. The implosion of the hideout yet again. Because people, somehow they're too good to do anything. Been in the business for months. Some of them days. And they're too good to do stuff. We busted our asses doing stupid ass stuff. In Texas, in Michigan, in D.C., and even still here. And some of you on this show are too good to do anything. Whatever. Keep mouthing off. I will remember that. For some reason, uh, 
I don't know, Dubs doesn't get respect from certain people in this building. I don't get respect from certain people on this show. That's going to stop. I let you get away with too much. We're supposed to be on the same team. Take his fat ass back to my place. I'm not giving him a ride home. He can walk. Do you have anything else, Dubs? I think that says about all of it. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, midday. Phillips file in the afternoon. We're back at seven. Be somebody now. I start good. We out, bitch. Five thousand.